Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, you got a dream or an idea that's been marinating in your noggin? Maybe you've been wanting to create a website to show off or sell stuff. Maybe you want to show off you. Well, you can do it all with Squarespace. If you got no experience building a website, have no fear, y'all. Squarespace has award-winning templates to help you find the right look for your site. If you that want to have a funky site to sell artisan cotton candy, you can. If you wanted to sell products, you totally can. You can sell gift cards and subscriptions, too, if that is a part of the idea with the cotton candy biz. And of course, Squarespace can help you lock down a hot domain that works for your new fancy website. Head to squarespace.com bombcast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code BOMBCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It's not working. Oh, it is working. Okay. Oh, no. No, no, it's going. It's only my mic for some reason. That's okay. This is the BOMBCAST music. It's playing right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Giant Bombcast. That's right, I'm back! I, I It's running through my veins! It's okay, <laughs> I'm you fine. Lose. I live! I rose not on the third day. Uh, that'd be uh, sacrilegious. I'm desperately trying to tell this GoXLR to calm down. There it is, that's right, Scout. I know we haven't been out in two and a half weeks, but we're out today, baby! Welcome to the Giant Bombcast, episode 780, on this March 14th, 2023. Happy Pie Day to those that celebrate. Yeah, that's right. We're going to get pies all day, baby. And I, I just want to take this opportunity to thank my dear friend, Nikki Grayson, for giving me the worst idea in the world of just creating an open Word document. So if you're watching the Giant Bombcast oh, live right now, uh, whether on Twitch or on the website, we have a word doc up. This is uh, to help us. You know, if we say something, you can throw it up there. Suggest that as an episode title. Or, you know, just, just, just hang out. Why not have three chats now? An unofficial one, <laughs> which is just a word doc that can't be really moderated. Uh, except amongst y'all. I'm Janachoa. I'm back. Survived the vid. It's terrible. I, I, I got the faint strip line. The faint line, boys. Ooh, the faint line. The faint line. That's good. Uh, joining me today. As always, the co-captain of the ship, Jeff Grubb. I'm so glad you're back. Oh my god. I was so scared the entire time. I'm so glad you're back. The whole time, I was just like, I hope I hope Grubb doesn't... I hope nothing bad happens to Grubb. I don't know what we're gonna do I, at I, that if point. If I burn something down, I, I, don't worry, I buried the evidence. Don't worry, there's nothing, there's nothing left of that thing I burned down. We're all good. Fantastic. I'm still scared, but now you're back. Fantastic. Uh, Jeff Bacalar in the house. Lovely shirt. Hey, uh, listen... How good of an idea is an open doc? Let's be, let's like be really serious with ourselves. It's a good idea until it's evidence in a court case. Is there anything that we can do where like we can put text in there that no one can touch? Uh, no, I think everything's fair game. Cool. Yeah. So just a complete unmitigated disaster. Okay. Got it. Okay. I just want to make sure this is more of a social experiment than anything. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is hard science. Honestly, this is what the notes in my brain looks like. This is exactly what it's like. Up That's there. horrifying. Yeah. And okay, one ring. And to round out today's podcast, we have two Red Bull Rory himself, Matthew Hello. Rory, in the house. How are you today? I'm feeling all right. I'm talking over people already, so these Red Bulls are kicking in. Are, okay. And I got a dog staring at me. What so counts that's... as like a full Red Bull to you, Rory? Is it an eight ounce or is it eight a twelve? Ounce, yeah, eight point four. I don't. I do. If I do a twelve, I do one of those. So I'm a little less caffeinated, but. But if you um, do two eight point fours, isn't that more than a twelve? That's more than twelve. Yeah, but you don't want two twelves. Obviously, that's like that. That's like danger zone. That's mm. crazy time. Mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I want to live in that danger zone. How's uh? You know, before we, we, we talk about how everyone else is doing, I'm fine. I, I barely got up. Uh, and everything, and I. Really you sound great. You look great. I'm happy you're back, man. For Thank real. You. Thank you. Yeah, we need you. I need. I need everyone here. I need everyone here, and just like I need Matthew Rory to uh, uh, share some stuff that's been happening with you, Matt. We're getting into NFTs, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's Giant happening. Bomb. That's right. Uh, Everything on this word doc is an NFT now. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> NFT pitch doc. Lock it up. Um. Hard to say, but I will be departing Giant Bomb. Uh, Friday will be my last day. I gave my two weeks a couple weeks ago. I uh, Nothing uh, related to Giant Bomb at all. It's honestly just kind of like um, an opportunity popped up uh, from talking to a friend that popped up, and I would be a fool not to take it. I was really hoping to have my 10 years here in April. Um, but yeah, just kind of a perfect timing, perfect storm kind of thing. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm taking a week off next week, but I will be back on Monday. Uh, the 27th on Twitter, probably. I haven't tweeted in a while, but look out for that here. And I'm I'm not going to go anywhere. I'll still be on Discord and hanging out and everything like that. But um, it's been a long, been a long road. <laughs> uh, my dog is fucking so annoying right now in this moment, just staring at me like she wants something. I don't know what it is. So, so I know um, you don't want to say it, but you're going to be the new CEO of Silicon Valley Bank, right? There that's, we go. I'm taking it over. I, okay. I got a call from Janet Yellen and just said, hey, <laughs> we need to figure this out. Um, it's it's a bittersweet kind of moment. Obviously, I've been here for a very long time through thick and thin. A lot of uh, people coming and going. Um, and I was, I've always been saying they're going to turn the lights out on me. But um, here, I just had something to pop up in my life that um, popped up and i keep on saying pop-up it's not a pop-up it's a very real job opportunity so um hopefully everything will go smoothly here at giant bomb i will be here till the end of the week um we're gonna be handing off support tickets and some other stuff and hopefully we'll get the merch store up this week too which i my last day i want to be doing support tickets for refunds for store codes that's always been my goal that's bomb. the dream um sorry if anybody's bombed it's a it's a positive thing in my life i'm really looking forward to it uh trying something new after 10 years it's 10 years is a long time to do anything at one place, so uh, don't hate me. I can't. It's like that that uh, yellow posted note in uh, Sex and the City. I can't. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 happy for myself. I'm sorry for to leave some people in the lurch here. It's gonna be a busy time at Giant Pond for everybody else. But uh, it's been it's been real, and it'll keep being real. Like I said, I'm still gonna be in the Discord and try to hang out on the forums as much as I can. <laughs> Rory, uh, I love you to death. Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. But could you please, if if you have one top of the mind, share your favorite E.E. E. Cummings poem? Oh, God. I don't. I, oh, man. I don't actually know if I know them all front to back. They're a little tough. Um, I don't know if I could do that off the, the spur of my head. Do you have a line? Uh, just oh, a yeah. Well, this is where my Twitter feed comes from. In your, in your most frail gesture, there are things which enclose me or which I cannot touch because they are too near. That's from a poem called. 
I forget. I'm a little. My head's a little wobbly right now after announcing. I don't need it. Announcing my. It's the Red Bull. It's not your fault. He comes great. One of my uh, other favorite lines of his is that uh, the snow does not give a soft white dam upon who it upon who it, whom it lands. Um, he, read any, any E comings, you'll be you'll be ha- having a great time. Let me uh, except for all the anti-Semitic stuff. No, avoid that. Yeah, yeah. Avoid yeah. that part. Yeah, avo- yeah, avoid that in general, uh, folks. If you're watching live, if you're watching the archive, listening, please drop uh, an uppercase R for Matthew Rory. Uh, <laughs> Des- I will. I'll just I'll just miss you in general. I'm glad that the last time yeah. I saw you, we were uh, sleep deprived, mildly inebriated, and then you <laughs> farted really loud next to me. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. I will tell my children that in the future. It's like, hey, you remember That's... Uncle Matt? Uncle Matt that I'll we visited in I'll see if I Oakland? can raise the the volume on those and try to get one through this mic here because the mic is pretty sensitive. What? Uh, oh, well, okay, sure. You know, just don't yeah, soil last, yourself. Last bombcast, um, uh, probably. You know. Probably, you know, maybe not the last Swampcast. I will be working in games uh, in the future, which I honestly have never thought would be like I'm, I'm just say it. Alpha Protocol Two. It's yeah. happening finally. Um, so that'll be. I, I, I'm not going to say what I'm doing right now, but um, but she can. You can come in. Don't worry about it. I'm just on the bottom. She's been staring at me like. <laughs> Sorry, That's right, hard R's, everybody. This is the one time we will <laughs> accept hard R's. Uh, he said it, not me. Oh, I'm staying out of that, that one. I know what um, I said, but um, but yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about it more in a couple weeks. Um, I'm gonna take a, a week off with my mom. My mom lands seven o'clock Friday after my last day, takes off six a.m. the day I start this new job. So I have to be up at four to drop her off at the airport. So um, it's gonna be a whirlwind kind of time, but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next. You know, we got some interesting plans for Giant Bomb going forward, and we doing some transition work here. So hopefully, uh. Hopefully everything will be pretty smooth. If you don't get prompt responses to support tickets, tell somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, That's right. Tell somebody else. Uh, Rory, uh, you are uh, I, you're one of a kind, and it's saying that is an understatement. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to thank you for helping me so much when I first arrived, trying to make a sense of like. What the fuck was all this? Yeah. Uh, you were very much a uh, a beacon for me, and I appreciate all yeah. of that uh, help you. and uh, you know guidance in those. That's what early I'm trying moments. to tell everybody. Like, there's so much shit in the background of Giant Bomb that nobody's going to know how to do once I leave. So please feel free to ping me anytime. I'll try my best to get it figured oh, yeah. out. We're going to annoy um, you. Yeah. Sure. yeah. No. no oh, without a doubt. Like you know, yeah. nothing is really changing aside. You're just gonna have a different email address. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> uh, look forward to figuring out how to do the, the really weird refund stuff. But uh, we we should have somebody taking over support tickets, and you know, obviously moderation stuff. You can still come to um, you know, any of the crew. Send out that PM moderation crew, uh, or talk to uh, you know, backlog here. I suppose if you have any questions about anything like that. If there's anything or, or not, you know, you really, maybe. Oh, the other thing I should somebody. say, yeah, you know. I am way behind on shipping shit out for the premium giveaways in the Discord. I'm going to try and go to the office on Thursday. It's been so rainy, I haven't gone to the office all year. Um, I'm going to try and get all this done out <laughs> um, and try to get all those uh, stuff from Extra Life shipped out too, because I can't expense that after Friday, so I'm going to try and get all that shit done Thursday. So if you've been waiting on a letter or anything like that, uh, I'll try to um, get your prizes done by the end of the week, and hopefully you'll see them soon. And if I don't get them out, then I'll, I'll try to pay for my own cost at some point soon. No, you're not. You won't do that. We will give you money to do that. Yeah, also, we'll, cover it. we'll try. Uh, yeah, I just want uh, everyone listening. You know, I feel like it. There is this sort of like 
you know, under discussed or like mutual understanding around the entire giant bomb ecosystem. They're like, oh, Rory just does everything, but like, kind of fucking true. Like, uh, I I don't think anyone can really truly appreciate the uh, variety and the amount of plates that you're constantly spinning. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really just under, I, I feel like, uh, under discussed, but definitely appreciated and irreplaceable. Absolutely. So thank you for everything yeah. on behalf of everyone past, you future and present. That was the exciting thing about this new opportunity, which I'll get more into later, but it is very similar to what I do now, which has always been my worry about giant bomb. Like I'm so spread out. And so Jack of all trades that it's tough to put, if you ever did have to leave, you know, what would I find to do? Cause I do so many different things. And luckily someone is looking for pretty much everything that I do here. So it was pretty natural fit and, um, working with an old friend. So I'll, I'll talk more about it in the future, but, uh, definitely an odd day in the Rory household. But, uh, yeah, I just hope my internet doesn't cut out again. That'd be like the perfect thing to do. It was cutting out right before this bomb cast, but. Um, I will talk to everybody on the Discord later. I'm not in chat right now, but I uh, just want to get that away at the top. And now we can get on with the regular Bombcast. I'll probably also, I'll definitely also be on UPF and um, I'll probably write something for the homepage this week too. So not, not the last of me here, um, but we'll, uh, we'll talk more about it later. Yes, just like there is one ring in Lord of the Rings and that one ring is now in uh, Magic the Gathering. There was only one Matthew Rory and uh, Matt, it is a, a hole that will never be able to be filled. Impossible. It's weird. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird it. shaped hole, to be honest. Yeah. It's going to be a weird yeah. hole. <laughs> yeah, like no Y'all shoes are there. It's, it's socks <laughs> plenty. It's like a big Looney Tunes hole in the ground. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's a little moist as well because, you know, you, you when, when, when Rory sweats, everyone, Rory sweats. I do. I'm actually going to take this goddamn sweater off. So say anything mean you want to about me right now because I don't know why I put okay. on a pullover hoodie. Oh, he's so nice. After this two one, Red Bulls. This one time he got me a chicken sandwich oh. at E3. Oh. He had to show him before he left, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> People have seen me shirtless if you're watching this podcast, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, I guess I guess we can talk about video games. Is that Excellent. playing out? Is that that's not playing out? I know why I that's not anything. playing out. Uh, uh, this is because that button was ticked off. Was that going now? A little bit. It's I getting hear... caught up in the in the music in the uh, the, the the sound catcher thing. But yes, we hear a little bit of it. Sound catchers. I didn't play much video games during uh, having having the vid. I yeah. I what I hear is it's hard to concentrate on things. Did you find that to be the case? Incredibly so. Uh, I was constantly sweating. Uh, yeah. I was worried. Hey, Jay, real real yes. quick, uh, what I hear is to help avoid long COVID, vitamin D uh, pills really do help. I know it sounds like a joke, but I mean I am hearing that if you want to avoid some <laughs> like, brain D, fog, kind of nuts. Apparently, yeah. most Americans don't get enough vitamin D, and uh, there there are like correlations between people who are really deficient and getting long COVID. So, is D the one that's in orange juice, or is that uh, is. The one milk? D, I think. You're thinking no, I think of. you want milk. Uh, I think you want also, sun. You also want to isn't it in bananas? That's, that's potassium. potassium. That's it's potassium. probably in that's there too. That's why just fuck. K. Just look at the sun for an hour today, okay? Yeah. Honestly, it's raining. go outside each day and get some sun in your eyes for like ten minutes, and you'll be good. If I like, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, please, please interrupt as much as you want. If uh, if I just look at a light really close, will that suffice? No, probably not. You're There's not no a calculator. Mm, damn, damn. It's gotta be all natural. 
uh, you know, celestial body. Healthy okay. American sunlight. Weird that the, the sun can give you vitamins, I think. I don't know if it, I... It feeds plants. What do you... It's not... It's That's how it all yeah, works. Yeah, but they have, like, photosynthesis. Do we have photosynthesis? I am oh, not we, a doctor. We absorb vitamin D through sunlight. Clearly, I am it not a doctor. Should, I think of vitamins and minerals and stuff. So it's do just we, like when it's shooting space rocks Shooting at me, pills I just don't, at you. You know what? I don't buy it. It's do we also have mitochondria, or is that just, is that just plants? I don't know. All I, I know I would, is that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I just don't cell. know which cell. <laughs> if it's a plant right, cell or a regular cell. cell. Right, maybe We both. have that, okay. <laughs> we have that, okay. I'm glad it's that fine. four adult males know nothing about biology. <laughs> right, how does well, my body work? Oh boy, oh, that's a good one. We know, en we know enough to get by. Uh... <laughs> I know, you know, I know we don't have chlorophyll. Yeah, but that's a, that's probably hey, chlorophyll. There. There's some dudes that don't know how to lower a seat afterwards, man. So, oh, no, man. I'm, I'm not putting it past any of us. Uh, no, I've been doing that ever since I saw a video of a slow motion flush explode germs everywhere. And I'm like, that's pretty gross. So I just, I close it every time. That's, that's, that's my greatest skill. That's what I bring to the table is closing the lid on the toilet when I'm done. I have been Bro. somehow signed out of the document that I made, and I'm, I'm a oh, little... That's uh, good. Log in, I'll explain vitamin D. Michael in chat says, the sun doesn't, like, hand us vitamin D. It helps our bodies produce it. According to one person, complete stranger in a chat room. Somewhere. They could be a doctor. They very well could, could be a doctor. doctor. It, it could like be a doctor. Our, like, cells go crazy and, and, and like, uh, split and create mutations. So I, get it. I guess it could also probably do good things as well. Yeah, All right. if it can I'm burn you. You got me back on board, everybody. Hey, I'm back on the sun. <laughs> yeah, Bab. Sun's sun. back in the good book. Uh, Love it. Just like we're back in the sun, the only game that I was really able to play, unfortunately, uh, I was back on my bullshit, y'all. I, I, I went back to Marvel Snap. I re-downloaded it. There it is. Um, and I, uh, on top of the time traveling that being really sick will will help you do, I wound up continuing to time travel with Marvel Snap, um, and I'm happy to say that I I am still missing a lot of the newer cards that are super heavy in the meta currently. Like uh, I don't have any of the series five, four or five cards. I'm still. I gotta ask really quick: What is the expansion plan for that? Do they are they constantly adding new cards, or they're like yeah, expansion yeah, new packs seasons or what? with like four to five cards these days? Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, you pay for them. Kind of. You can't directly Basically. pay for them. Uh, you still have to exchange credits or now tokens. Mm -hmm. Like the shop will have a daily card that you can exchange tokens for, and tokens you have to get through like the loot box style stuff. Sure. Um, and I'm happy to say that even despite not having some of the more current cards, I'm still able to get by with my current deck, which is still like... Season 3 and before has most of the cards you're going to need anyhow. What yeah. is the deck you're mostly running? So, uh, I'm, I'm switching between two decks. The, the first one is still the uh, Zoo-style deck. So, okay. throwing out like a bunch of one-tier uh, cards out. And then just buffing those uh, progressively through the game. The second deck, uh, it's mostly because I lucked out with the the shop. Uh, I'm rocking an Armin Zola and Venom deck. Sure, yes, that was very popular when I when I kind of stopped playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the whole point of that is Venom is one of those cards that eats other cards, and Zola it will eat a friendly card and. Uh, blast it in the two other lanes that you're playing in so 
if you have those other lanes with other uh, buffed up uh, friendly cards, Venom will not only be boosted up himself, but he'll also eat all of those cards. So you can go from having like one commanding presence in a lane to now you're commanding like two. Uh, oh. And it's real messed up, That's especially it is more than one. And if you pair it correctly with uh, the proper location, like Bar Sinister, or is it Bar Sinister? Um, one of the locations will multiply a card. So yeah. uh, if you combine that with Venom and Zola, you're... Right, it'll create the cycle kind of thing, yep. right? You'll Which keep... one's Zola? Is that the magician or is that the... the... No, it's the, it's the guy with the, it's the AI that's like in a body, kind of like Krang. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. I know that guy. I can't mix up yeah. with Zemo there for a bit. Is yes. Zemo in the well, game? Yes, yet? he's in the similar purview okay. or similar area as Zemo. He's the Part same of AIM? villain. So they're, they're buddies. Zemo we have, a, uh, our, we our have this website buddies. called Comic Vine. Zola? What's going to happen to Comic Vine? Oh, <laughs> oh that's a great question. That Listen, an excellent who, question. Who's Modoc? Modoc is a mobile organism designed only for killing. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's uh, Modoc is the uh, the the other strange guy that kind of looks like Krang. Yes, right. He's got, got little it. baby okay. arms and like a big yeah. head. It's it's, uh, it's so funny. Like, Ryan Davis is funniest. He loved Modoc so much. Loved Modoc every time he saw him. Just uh, loved Modoc. People, I still have. There's some fan art of Ryan as Modoc floating around somewhere, which is uh, always fantastic. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I, I I I haven't dipped into this month's battle pass. I do think that the seasons, like they're they're only for a month, right? Grub, is that correct? Uh, they're pretty quick. I think they might be six weeks. They're not that. They're not very long either yeah. way. They're not. So if like you if you buy if you buy a season, you got to be playing because yeah, it's going to be go. Yeah. It's going to go by fast. Um, Magic does this thing where you can buy the battle pass at the end of the season and get all the rewards that you might have unlocked anyways, which mm. is kind of nice in case you're on the fence about whether you're finishing or not. But they also put on like absolute trash shit at the last week. So um, if you don't get to the top tier, it's no big deal. But uh, I get that battle pass every every expansion for Magic. I usually make the money back by drafting a little bit here and there. I don't, I don't know how Magic. What is it or how Snap does it? Is it like a, a, a dollar cost to buy the battle pass or yes. a gem cost or something? Uh, okay. Dollar. It's ten bucks, but I think they do, they do do the same thing that Magic does, okay, good. where yep. you can progress through, and then if at the end of the season, if you decide to just convert over, you you get all the stuff. Uh, you missed my current problem though folks and I need the mathematicians in the giant bomb audience to help me out here I have an excess of gold and I don't quite care about buying buying the the variants of the cards So I'm trying to figure out I'm glad and uh, I, I don't yeah, I, I just I want don't cosmetics cards. for me I, I never buy any cosmetics. I just like that I will save my gold for actual things I can use and, and not worry about it except in Fortnite where my mind is broken um, There we go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sick so if I'm wondering whether or not I should save that gold to just buy more credit packs or just unlock more missions, uh, just so. Sorrow says, uh, spend them on Token Tuesday and unlock Series Four cards. Hmm. Mm, token Tuesday. That's also what the Giant Bombcast is because I'm here. Just kidding, everyone. Oh, hey oh. <laughs> it's fun jokes. It's fun jokes. It's, I, it's fun because I said it. It's fun because I said it. <laughs> that's how it works. Those, that's the, them's the rules. Uh. <laughs> Can we call the bombcast today? No, we can't call it token. Tuesday. Listen, you throw on the titles, and I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, that's I'd, true. Yeah, like that's true. It's your domain. Yeah, uh, it it could be Tolkien Tuesday once mm -hmm. Gollum Gollum comes out. One ring, sure. Yeah. 
Um, all right, everybody. Uh, another new old game that came out recently is Dead Cells Return to Castlevania. Hey. Yeah. Was this a free add-on? No. no $10. Oh, okay. The previous uh, DLCs have been $5 each. This one's $10. This is the first one that I think has a... Um, a big brand attached to it so it makes some sense but also it's very good and it's very substantial it adds a, a lot of new stuff so there's new weapons that are castlevania themed you can get a sword whip and stuff like that uh there are new levels and they just integrate them into the 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 like the, the normal roguelike project uh, uh, like progression uh, that you have in this game I so see. so you, you're in that first level and instead of going to the sewers this time you can go to the uh, the uh, castle outskirts and that takes you to a castlevania path and then if you uh, get out of the castle outskirts you'll go to dracula's castle and if you get out of there you might go to like dracula's chambers or whatever but for the first couple times you actually need to you're going to get taken down by death and you got to fight death and then you got to start over and do the path again this time maybe you'll be able to be able to get to dracula um but it like it just integrates everything so seamlessly that's very fun like to one go back to play more dead cells because dead cells is great and to have all this really fun castlevania stuff in there that really does obviously mesh well because i mean i think the developers have said as much they took a lot of inspiration from castlevania like a lot of games have vampire sure. survivors and everything else these days um it's yeah, but it's more than it's really more than well inspiration done. in the court in the in the sense of uh, vampire survivors in sure, some yes. cases. but, but <laughs> in that's in that case i would be like it's very fair because castlevania is just like what sure. if we took every like monster book and just turned that into a video game it's like oh yeah okay totally um but i'm I'm having a really good time with it. I started playing it last night. I uh, got, excuse me, I got to a pretty good flow of things where uh, I, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm figuring out um, uh, first of all how to get my my legs back in and dead cells, but also just like, okay, what is the path I need to be taking to making progression here? Because uh, I mostly played on the Switch and I got this DLC on on uh, on Steam, so it's like I don't have my full build there. So it's been like, okay. I'm gonna focus on the Castlevania stuff because that'll make it more likely for the Castlevania stuff to show up. And yeah, I've, I've just really been enjoying it. I have not defeated death yet. Um, that's where I'm at. Where I'm like getting to death. And I'm not loving my builds yet enough to uh, to be able to survive that. Although this last time I did have a very good build. I got half his life away, mm. but I brought a curse in from the previous stage because I was very stupid and was like, I'm doing really good right now. I'll take a curse, sure. And I was able to kill seven of the ten enemies I needed to ah. kill without getting hit before getting rid of the curse. And then there were no no more enemies left on the stage. And the next thing I had to do was go fight death. I hate that so, curse a lot. Yeah, so that's tough. I mean, that's why it's the risk reward. And I'm like, no, I'm, I can totally handle this right now. So he hit me once when I had half his life gone, oh, and, I, and I died. It's like, man, that was stupid. <laughs> I, would, I, I didn't. I didn't even get anything good from it from doing the curse. So it's like whatever. Uh, but I mean, that's that's the game, and it's a ton of fun. And I'm, you know any excuse to go back to dead cells and i've said that before they've given me excuses to go back before this has been like oh no this is the really good excuse castlevania stuff plus all the dlc i've missed so far so i'm i'm really enjoying myself um nice. grub or i guess everyone like what what was what was your general build with dead cells i remember really liking uh double bows I got into a place where uh, I would try to roll with the punches as best I could. Yeah, uh, I wasn't trying to go for any one thing because by the time I beat it on the Switch, uh, and this was like back when it was much harder. They've they've uh, made the first level, like the first difficulty level, much easier now. Um, I w would try to roll with whatever I could get, uh, but I, the way I actually ended up beating it was focusing on the survival build instead of anything else so if mm. i got green weapons and green traps and stuff i would use those and then i would 
try to put all of my, all of the all of the upgrades into the green one because that would increase your survivability which means as you're getting weapons later on it'll be like you're going to take 10 percent less damage you're going to take 15 percent less damage and all those things stack and it meant that i was just this tank that could take on anything and i was still able to do a ton of damage because all the weapons in that game are, are a lot of fun to use and, and are pretty you know actually uh, pretty deadly mm -hmm. so that that was the one that really worked for me at this point the way it's the way it is now i'm like i could beat this game with anything so it's they really have made it a lot easier uh it was, dead cells is one of those games that i was as soon as I, I checked out the quick look that you and dan did live now on the site um i was like oh crap i i, I gotta restart this on the steam deck because most of my progress was on the switch um and then it was one of those things where i realized oh i already own this uh on steam too okay cool uh, -huh. uh now so now i'm in the tango of like should i already picked up the castlevania dlc but because there's what two three more other dlcs from dead cells a total of four now yes total of four I'm just wondering, like, should I just, sh should I get those two? Should I pick those up? Uh, because I, mean, I don't have anything unlocked. You could be working on that stuff along the way. Like, oh, I definitely have been doing that a little bit, yeah. And never look up uh, train any train simulator DLC packages, because I, I worry <laughs> the temptation would be too much for you. Oh, you y'all know me in temptation. I'm constantly, <laughs> constantly five. flirting with it. There's five, I'm, five I'm DLCs. Scared of your giant bed seed, yeah. Fatal Falls. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't played Dead Cells since this. like 2019, so maybe I'll try to reinstall it. I've been really looking for like a meaty game to get into, which is uh, just kind of been tough lately. Like I'm, I'm still working my way through God of War. Um, I'm gonna segue into my game. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, while I'm already doing it, uh, I've also been playing Dead Island 2 a little bit here and there. Uh, it's not out for like another month. I was really surprised to get the preview code uh, so early. I don't think we're allowed to do any live streaming. I was, luckily, I was looking up the um, the embargo after we planned to record a quick look, so it says we can't do that. Um, so luckily, we didn't uh, we didn't waste any time there. But um, it's Dead Island 2. It's weird. It's really interesting because it is pretty much mechanically as similar to Dead Island as I can recall a game being. Um, and whether you want more Dead Island, like 12, but what is it, 10 years, nine years later, I think? Oh my God, it's yeah. It's, it's approaching 10. Yeah. 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 Like, it feels like um, it's it's pretty much the same game. You're going through a lot of, uh, you're going through a lot of, you know, roller suitcases looking for cash, uh, picking up wrenches and hitting people in the head with it. Um, it seems fine. I, I always, that's kind of damning with faint praise, I know. Um, but if you want to hear what the game's all about, I'm going to read from you from the, uh, from the uh, from the press kit here, Dead Island Two is a first-person action RPG set in a hellish yet stylish and vibrant, gore-drenched vision of Los Angeles, nicknamed Hell A. The series' <laughs> unique form of the dark humor and over-the-top zombie slaying returns with all the swagger and charisma you'd expect from Dead Island. I don't remember there being much charisma in the first Dead yeah, Island. Yeah, I don't kind of much at all. <laughs> it was a good game at the time. It was kind of pretty interesting for the weapon weapon crafting and everything like that. I really did enjoy that. Um, you get right into that pretty quick on in Dead Island as well. You get the jump kick, um, which is pretty good. You really do need that right away. Jumping, kicking zombies off of buildings has not lost its charm. Um, the weird thing is you can pick as a class. You can be like one of seven different classes, I think, with different voices and kind of stat builds on what you pick at the beginning, but you can't change those later on. So it's it's kind of you got to pick what kind of before you even know what you're getting into. You kind of have to pick a character. Um, writing seems fine. There is a streamer house that you wander into within the first 30 minutes. So it's going to be that kind of humor. Um, uh, it's it's really interesting. I wish I could have played more, but I, I've obviously been a little distracted lately, but um, they've cut off the access to the preview as of this morning. So um, performance is fine on PC. It's not fantastic, but it is a month away from from release. So I can't really 
I'm not going to knock it for that. Like I said, Returnal was awful on PC right before it came out, so um, has improved a lot. Um, but yeah, Dead Island 2, it's weird. Like, after Dying Light and Dying Light 2, it feels like that, that those games work so much more on mobility and getting around, like, having yeah. an interesting uh, kind yeah. of writing, too. And Dead Island 2 wasn't, or Dying Light 2 was not the best written game of all time, but it had, you know, uh, some fun NPCs to interact with. This so far feels, you know, L.A. satire. Escape from L.A., but with zombies kind of thing, so... Um, give it more time. I, I would love to see this game closer to release. It it seemed pretty monotonous in terms of running around hitting people with wrenches, but I didn't get past like the first three hours. So it's oh wrenches. God uh, doesn't wrenches. like wrenches. Is it is it open world or what? It's not really. So it's really weird. They, it's split up into um, maps that are actually pretty small, um, and you wander between them trying to get to your next quest. So you start off in LA, like this big suburb uh, kind of uh, not suburb, but like the really high end mansion part of LA, and then you're walking through hotels and everything like that. It looks like it's kind of sticking up to a, um, you know, the the highfalutin parts of hell a. Right. Uh, which I can't get over the dumbness of how that sounds. Um, pretty, it's pretty dumb. Pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty dumb. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're, you're talking to movie stars and and uh, this guy who's Charlton Heston, the kind of stand in, and there, there's a streamer house where they're trying to find video oh. of them shooting zombies. So, wait, um, Charlton Heston? Uh, it's not named Charlton Heston, but it, no, I know, but like even as a reference at this point, Charlton Heston yeah, like, is. Four, I, 15 years too late. Yeah, well, that's the only character this game he's, he's supposed been to be. He makes a reference now. to a very well-known movie franchise, and I uh, I forget what it was, but I thought it was Charlton Heston. I could be wrong, but I was expecting like uh, like um, the Spring Breakers vibe, where uh, it's got a uh, what is what's his name uh, from that movie that James Franco. Like, riff, yeah, James Franco, like riff on like a Franco kind of character. No. Where it's like he's like a slimy LA guy that no one likes anymore. But no, Charlton Heston. Okay, yeah, uh, it's weird. It's it's got the it, it's not super referential from what I know. There's a bridezilla in it. Um, who's having getting married at a hotel and you have to go beat her up. Um, there's some tough fights. It's really there. There's some actual. I mean, there's all the kind of stuff that you're used to. Fire, electricity, um, all that kind of stuff is, is still there and present. You're trying to do status effects and. Like I said, drop kicking zombies off of buildings is never going to bore me. Sure. I, I love that so much in Dying Light. I used to do that all the time in Dying Light 1, just lure people up on buildings and kick them off. That, it's fun. It's fucking fun. Um, but I don't know if there's much built around that um, around that specific activity to make it really worthwhile. Um, it's it's neat. You, you're, you're hitting shit. You're breaking arms. You're clocking people in the head. Uh, they got some fun weapons. But um, yeah, I, I'll need to see more of whether it's worth, you know, 80 fucking dollars for the expensive one on Ooh. Epic Game Store. So, see, I was always lost because I had assumed over the years that Dead Island 2 just, just evaporated. Come out, yeah, right. It's and 10 then, years later, it's so weird that it's coming out now. It right, there was look, Dead Island Riptide, and in my mind, yeah, for a very that. long time, that was just Dead Island 2. And I was like, okay, that came out, and, that, and then no one cared about it. And then it's like, no, that was something else. Dead Island 2 is still coming. And I, I just couldn't process that it's so for a very long time. Yeah. It really looks like it's stuck in design from like 2015. Like um, there's yeah, not the, much. The original did, it. it's 2011. Yeah. So, so oh, God. 12, 12 years. Crazy. Wow. 12 years this year. It's uh, September 2011. <clears throat> that is bananas. Yeah. That's a throwback. I assume the, 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 the you know, real heart of the development team went on to Dying Light. I, I like the Dying oh, Light yeah. games a yeah. lot. Yeah, this is a completely um, different team. I'm not really sure who's, I, yeah. I, I haven't followed the dev development of Dying Light. Not that there's been much to uh, really follow because it's just now coming out 12 years later. But Yeah, it's almost um, impressive that, that they are getting this game out at all. Yeah, like, it's, it's really like, that's amazing. That's kind of surprising. Um, and they don't, I 
I hope it's a success. I never wish ill on a game, but it, it. I would probably just rather play Dying Light 2 again than play this. But um, at the moment, for the amount I've played of it, we'll see what the, the future brings. Yeah, I always assumed that Dead Island 2 just became Dying Light eventually because it's all Techland, right? Or at least uh, no, under, Techland underneath Techland? On, Techland moved on, and that, oh. this is a different team. And I'm trying to remember the name of the team, and it's not going to come to me, but... But yeah, this, uh, that's what happened. Like, that was the lineage. Just Techland moved on, made Dying Light, and had this huge success. And then, then uh, well, this is uh, underneath, what, Embracer and under De Deep Silver and a couple oh, other, okay. like, layers there. And they were, like, going to keep working on Dead Island, too. We're going to make that happen. And they had to bring in a different studio. I think it's the studio that did Homefront, The Revolution. Homefront, oh, The Revolution. Oh, is talking right? about recent hit games. Um, <laughs> was that the Homefront remake? That was the home front like sequel, sequel yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, when did that come out even? 2016. Okay. Yeah. Oh, home front. Okay. I get that mixed up with home world, I think, sometimes. Oh, right. It was like yeah. a, it was like a California urban warfare thing. Homefront was revolutionarily bad though, right? I remember oh, this guy. I think, okay. I want to say I remember this being mixed or average. Okay. Generally unfavorable. I, I, I don't, I, I, I'm like, every time I hear a game, like, oh, it could be bad. I'm like, I hope it's really bad so I can make <laughs> the guys play it on Blake Club. But <laughs> well, where I'm at. Well, I don't think Dead Island 2 is there. I think it's <laughs> fine. And I always say, I hate when people say, oh, it's fine. It's, it's kind of some games are not, you know, especially memorable. Um, I probably, if I, if I'd play the game for two hours, I'd, I'd probably have to think about whether I want to keep going with it and, or get a Steam refund. But uh, maybe there's something amazing later on in the game. But um, I've definitely read some other preview coverage, and it kind of seems like an average game. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it multiplayer at all? I don't know, to be honest with you. I only played the single player. I think there probably is co-op. I, uh, I didn't play any of that in the preview. So um, there's all kinds of stuff with additional installation details that um, I don't know. God, y'all remember not, just not a thorough uh, preview of this game at all. <laughs> y'all remember the the abs the, the the reaction to that original trailer for Dead Island, and just how insane the internet went. There yep. is co-op. Yes. Sorry, there is yes. co-op. Yeah, it was. It's the slow motion running backwards one, yes. right? Yeah. It's very, yeah, yeah. very, very CGI one. It was like a sad bastard. So, oh no, it wasn't yeah. sad bastard. It was, was it a no, no. It was it was happy, right? Yeah, it was like juxt. It was like a juxtaposition kind of thing, like right. Uh, it was some like '80s song. I feel like. Is it "Happy Together" or is that the, that, was yeah, that the new? Yeah, it could have been that, which Happy is not an '80s song, but, but yeah, I mean, probably like feel, a '70s I mean, song. But I, still, I heard yeah. it in the '80s first, so don't worry. I, I right, thought, yeah. That's where I went we, with it. We don't know yeah. what happened before the '80s. There's no yeah, it's impossible to know. Um, but yeah, and then um, the the game also that was the one that came with the statue of just a woman's bikini yeah. body and yeah. her arms and legs were ripped off but like right. you know the boobs and and the crotch the bikini region was all that was preserved that, and then it, yeah. and then she was decapitated as well and it was always like this makes me uncomfortable certainly <laughs> and, and then uh, you complain about that and people were like it's art it's allowed <laughs> yeah. to be, make you uncomfortable and i'm like oh, okay i don't think yeah. so but okay uh all right gents before we move on to the game of the week anyone play anything else they feel like talking about sharing with the class here yeah, um, I, i've played I, I well yeah are you gonna get into your thing grub there well no i mean that, that is that is that gonna be the game of the week yeah it's game of the week. i, I did yeah, check so, that out yeah yeah i just got i um touched a uh, phantom brigade i started that up i was uh i'm like i'm enjoying it but there's a lot going on there oh um, Yes, yes. I it, fired this up a long time ago as well, and it seemed like undiscernible in some points. 
Right, and like there, so it's got this cool system where uh, it feels like it's the much more complicated version of Into the Breach, where it's going to show you what's going to happen in the next five seconds of this turn-based battle. I'm like, okay, that that is that really appeals to me after Into the Breach, where it was a game where uh, I like seeing what's going to happen immediately next, so I can plan for it. And it, like, then I'm like, I kind of want all tactics games to have this. Oh, this one has this. So I'm like, I'm very, uh, I find it very appealing but it is still a lot to immediately learn. And I'm in that process right now. I'm hoping to get over that hump. Which game are we talking uh, about? Phantom uh, Brigade. Fan, Phantom yeah, okay. Brigade. I, I, sorry, I missed that. But I, yes, I had the same experience when I played it a couple of years ago. It's been in EA for a very, very long time. Right, and now it's um, out. It's a I'm, lot. It's a lot yes, right off the bat. But, I'm, uh, but I'm, it's a lot, but it's a lot that I, I like want to get into. Um, and then I'm trying to I think we probably can't mention Chia yet. That's, is, Chia, is Chia, is that embargo? Do we know that? Don't know. Because uh, I'll, I'll just say I, I saw Dan play it for a quick look. Boy, that's and it looks like a lot like a Breath of the Wild indie game that I that, that I want. So Ooh, um, I'm gonna okay. probably play that and play that and talk about that next week. But yeah, just got a code for that, so I'm gonna be playing a lot more of that. Uh, gosh, there's what? Uh, forgive me, I forget the title of this this game. Um, I'm this is the one thing because I've seen so many people so high on it talk about. This is the one thing that's making me think about getting a PSVR 2. It's it's the the game where you blink and like time progresses forward. Right. That's uh, mm. that is out on a, that's on Netflix. You could play that with your phone on Netflix, but of course you could do it PSVR would make it more immersive for sure. Nice. Um before your uh, eyes. You, yes. Before yes. your eyes. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Yes. Uh I have you have you have you tried it? have you looked into it cuz I, I was like, man, I might just play that. But apparently it's been out for years. You can yeah. play it with a webcam on your computer and it tracks your eyes. And whenever you blink, it goes to the next scene. It jumps forward in this character's life that you're seeing like from a first person view. That sounds incredible. Yeah, uh, I was uh, I was on the DLC podcast with Jeff Kanata and Christian Spicer and they were so high on it. And, and what they had said uh, that was really convincing me to try it out is like, yes, you could play it with your phone or with a webcam. Right. Just set up the eye tracking stuff. But like despite this game being out, they were they were telling me that this feels like the official version of the game. Like, this should have been the okay. game the whole time. Um, and that just... Is it with, only VR on PSVR? I I think so. Uh, I, think I so. don't know if all headsets can wind up uh, doing, like, the eye-tracking stuff. Uh, but yeah, they were right saying... eye-tracking, right, totally. That's why. Okay, man, yeah. But they were saying that uh, uh, the implementation with PSVR 2, like, that is, like, the way to play that game. Uh, and I'm thinking, like, huh, you know, maybe, may, may, maybe I can cry in private in PSVR 2. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it is. But uh, I, I, I think guess... that PSVR 2 is going to be, it's going to drop in price here pretty soon. I might wait for that. And if it does, I'm going to pick it up because that's how I want to play that game, too. It's so, one of those yeah, things I'm, where I'm, I'm still not sure if it's actually out yet. Yeah. yeah, me too. I keep on hearing about PSVR 2, but I haven't, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody actually, man, 550 bucks, old mackerel. Yeah, they're expensive. Um, yeah. Can you play Alex on that, or is that a Steam exclusive? That's not on PSVR, is it? As far as we know, That's the no. only fucking game I want to play in VR, is Alex. Yeah. And for yeah, like only three years now, I've been wanting to play it, and there's a, uh, there's a VR set somewhere. I, there's probably not a VR set in the office anymore, because I doubt that I made the move to Phantom. Um... Oh, Jan, you're gonna have to be responsible for all this shit on my desk, but uh, I'll try to clean it up on Thursday, but... <laughs> um, I have a... Just sliding I, that in there. That's the most upsetting I'm, thing I've heard today. <laughs> I don't have time to bring Lucha Deer back in, so we're gonna have to find some... I should have set him up on this couch back here. When we take a break, I'll go get some of my... Can, TV, I, uh, can I keep all your change that was on your desk? You can definitely keep my change. I haven't been in that That's office in months, Finders so. Keeper's rules. Yeah, okay. I'll go on a Thursday and, and let you know if there's anything there. There is a huge monitor that used to 
belonged to a former designer that I kind of claimed for myself, and I'm a little mad that I don't get to keep it. But maybe you'll you'll if you ever go back to the office, Jim. I'll, I'll help you pilfer it. Uh, uh, real quick, I just I, I know I like glossed over that that Shia game real quick. It's T C H I A. It was in that PlayStation State of Play, that most recent one. And there, and everyone's like, it looks like uh, Wind Waker because you have the little leaf, the deco leaf thing that where you could float, and then you were sailing. But when Dan showed it to me, it was much, much more like Breath of the Wild in terms of how you're exploring things and what's going on in there. And I'm just, ooh, it's on my radar big time right now. It uh, looks like it's going to be on Epic and PlayStation. Uh, yes, it's uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. It's actually uh, um, PlayStation Plus essential, or the, the second tier, the extra tier, and the premium tier on day one. Oh. So if you want to just pick it up that way, there you go. Damn. Damn. Uh, all right. Gents. It's a- well, I was just going to say, like, I, I remember the video, I remember the teaser, and then with, you know, uh, Tears of the Kingdom coming out, I'm sort of just like, is this me filling up on bread before the meal? Right, a, a little bit, but yeah, yeah, maybe, but I'm like, I need it, actually. Well, I guess okay. there's going to be folks out there that don't have a, I mean, it's it's really hard for people to not have a Switch. I feel like virtually everyone has a version just, of the switch they're just out there you could just there's like they're like in a in a, a tray take a take a switch leave a switch you could yeah, just find one that yeah. some folks may not be able to to pick up tears of the kingdom this one's like, also um it's like much more uh and again I, I think we can talk because there's like previews after this so this is like the preview stuff um it's got a ton of uh, accommodation features where it tries to make it easier if like if you're like a little kid and you want to have a no fail mode you can click a button you have a no fail mode so if you're swimming under the water and you run out of stamina because uh, it's like oh that's the the tension of exploring well it, for a little kid we're gonna let you just keep playing that's fine oh, and that's then cool. um yeah and it's it's very light on combat but it's got a ton of fun little physics interaction things where you climb to the top of the tree and you pull the tree back and then you fling yourself forward and then you could float and then you could do like sweet flips in the air and then you could teleport into a bird and flies the bird and then you could shoot yourself out of the bird do more flips get to the next tree and like kind of start the process all over again and it's like it is it's it's it, and that, it is all that as cool as it sounds yeah. and then it's like oh, it's a game about exploring at your own pace and having a having a kind of a vague direction of like oh here's a mission I should be doing I'm going to go in that direction and getting distracted i i, I it's kind of cool to see this, see a game like this come from an indie developer. It's like, oh, someone has taken all the ideas of Breath of the Wild that really spoke to me, and really all the ideas that go all the way back to the original, The Legend of Zelda, that spoke to yeah. me. And it's like, okay, now we're going to imagine what this could be like with uh, not just um, indie game levels of, uh, of you know quality in terms of graphics, but indie levels of passion where it's like, oh, and this game also is trying to be a New Caledonia uh, or a, a sort of uh, abstracted version of New Caledonia, which is a small island off the coast of Australia that has a native population there, and they're trying to bring that culture into this game, and that's all super well done, and just makes this place such a pleasant place to be. It's ooh, it's um, like uh, as soon as Dan showed it to me, right to the top of my most anticipated charts. I like it, before the quick look was over, I was like, hey, can I get a code for this so I can start playing? That, that's where I'm at. Uh, before we get to the game of the week, I, I read an embargo fervently, and it looks like I can talk about. WWE 2K23, baby! Yes, yes, the reviews for that went up earlier today, I think, or yesterday. Wow. Uh, I I checked out maybe a good hour or so uh, of the game. Uh, Similar to the the last entry, where there's like a really well-done guided tutorial with Drew Gulak, uh, this time Austin Creed 
uh, of Up, Up, Down, Down, friend of the site, Austin Creed, guides you through uh, and everything. And, and uh, it's funny because you wind up having a WrestleMania match with John Cena to end the tutorial and everything. Um, and everyone looks good. The, the wrestlers look great. You know, I, I feel like they're doing a good job at this time of capturing all the models. I do like that your test dummy or your training partner is, is Happy Corbin. Um, and I think, unfortunately... This game does a really, really weird thing where it's trying too much to be like the television product. Because um, anytime I, I, I pick up a WWE game, going as far back as like the PS2 stuff, PS1 stuff, the first thing I do, open up a Royal Rumble. Just open up a Royal Rumble and throw virtually everyone in there. I'll check everyone's scores afterwards. Um, and then I was like, yo, I'm going to be the Iron Man. I'm going to come in at number one. And I'm going to go the whole distance. The problem was, is there are opportunities or points in this game where it, the, the game takes control away from you. Because um, your, your wrestler, your character, will wind up taking like a rest break <laughs> underneath the rope or under the, right, the, com as the a turnbuckle. Right, because the commercial is Or, you know, like a lot of wrestlers will take a quick break to gather themselves in, while you're watching a match, you know, someone, especially during a rumble, will be like, all right, cool, I'm just going to lay down here and let someone else have their spot for yeah, a second. in the corner for like 10 minutes, yeah. And it's it's just long enough of a break that it kind of takes me out of it. Um, and also, I'm not too in love with the countering system either. Uh, it's it's timing-based, so you have to hit triangle, or you hit square to break up a grapple. Um, it's still, still very early in and everything. I kind of wish that... The WWE 2K23 games would kind of just go in a more arcadier route rather yeah. than trying or to at least have an alternative product that is the arcadey product. Yeah, wasn't there one of those a couple years ago that had WWE like a... All Stars? Yeah, yes. okay, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say All Stars or just have like a proper fighting game. I don't know, like, yeah, right, ha like let Netherrealm make that mobile fighting game that they did with the superhero uh, uh, WWE All Stars characters but make that a full actual fighting game for consoles. They needed to do that. I can't believe they never actually did that. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know if this is just me uh, looking back with like rose-colored glasses, but I feel like Def Jam Fight for New York did a really good job at kind of yeah. nailing like the different fighting styles that like you would have in wrestling um, and was able to nail those counters and everything or preparing, I guess, really well and there were points where the difficulty definitely ramped up. But I felt like I was able to build up my skills enough to to get there. And, you know, that that got up to four different characters at the time. So just take that. Put it here, y'all. Come on. Uh, but yeah. God, thinking of Netherrealm making like a, a shoot wrestling fighting game seems that that's like a, do that. Why why don't y'all yeah, do that? I love that. Um, yeah, I want it. I don't know. I I I, I want to like this more, and I'll I'll spend some more time with it. We'll probably do a quick look uh, later this week. Um, and uh, this year, the career, uh, like the career story mode follows John Cena this time. Uh, Big John. Um, so I kind of want to check it out. Maybe we'll we'll go onto the set of Peacemaker or Suicide Squad Two and eat a bunch of empanadas. But anyway, now <laughs> forget the empanadas. It is time to get to the. Game of the week, which is a, a demo, but it counts because it's still a it game. Counts. It counts. The game of the week is the Resident <laughs> Evil 4 d d demo. I was going to say demo, but it's demo. I wrote this and I, I know that it's demo. I said demo a second ago, but I was going to say demo. demo. 
Yeah, deep. They're uh, interchangeable. Like I like everyone, it. Yeah, you could see either one. Yeah, yeah. just an accent. Um, is anyone else a little bit freaking out about how just this is exactly like when they released Resident Evil Four originally? They put out this demo for that game where it's like go in the village and mess around, and you get the little disc for the GameCube, and you put it in there, and and I, you play it over and over and over again because there's all kinds of fun stuff to discover. And it's like this time they did that, and they amplified it so much more. It rules. This is awesome. I'm Yo, so excited for this game now. This game is so wet. It's so wet. It's <laughs> yeah, so wet shiny. looking. It's wet. disgusting. It's getting me wet. Let's go. It's moist. Uh, it's, um, it's just so gross. I love it. It's, it's I, hideous. Um, yeah, go ahead. You playing it, Rory? Um, I am, and I played it enough to like kind of say to myself, I don't know if I need to play this game again. <laughs> I hate to be negative, Nancy, but um, like I've played this game multiple times through multiple remakes, and I'm like... It looks great. It's awesome, but also like it's the same. It's pretty much the same game, as far as I can tell. They've added some little stuff. We'll know more when the full game comes out. But like I, I yeah, we'll, we'll be able to talk about it at some point. In the it is an all-time yeah. great game. But I'm like, uh, especially if it's a full price to, to pay. I believe. Yeah, so. this is yeah. yeah they're, they're like this is one of their full remakes that they're doing, like they did with Resident Evil oh. Two and Resident Evil Three. So yeah, they're treating it like a, a brand new game. Maybe and it'll come to you know, my understanding is there's yeah, at some point in the future, I'm sure. But it's uh, it is definitely going to have a lot of stuff that's like surprising i think to a lot of people it's kind of my understanding but cool. i mean beyond that i can't I, I haven't played it i don't know for sure um but yeah i mean i i i i don't know kind of being someone who has who really really loved resident Evil Four when it came out and uh and played it over and over again when it came out at that time and then has kind of like i checked back in on it like once since mm -hmm. then and had had a, I didn't even like beat it at that point. I'm like I'm super ready for it. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that are probably either like me or have actually never actually played Resident Evil Four, despite the meme of it being re-released a million times. Huh. I, I think that's going to be the bigger audience. I think this is going to be yeah. a massive success for them. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, I've played a ton of the demo. Uh, I think there's something kind of amazing about. You know, I think it, from what I could tell, like it's it feels like. Like, do you, how do you look at it in your sort of like headcanon? Do you say, like, okay, well, this replaces the original now from what you've seen, right? Like, mm. I don't know. I feel like what these, and for people who haven't uh, played the original, it's like, do you say, well, yeah, this is just the one to do, probably? I think you know? for these games, yeah. I mean, that's, that's been kind of go, how it's been going. Like, I think yeah. if you are someone who, plays these games and or someone's like says hey what resident evil games should i play i'll say yeah go start you could probably start with re remake but you can play a resident evil 2 the, the remake of sure. that one mm -hmm. and, and do that stuff but if you fall in love with resident mm -hmm. evil the way a lot of people do there's actually still a lot of value in going back to those original games even the playstation ones so it's like yeah. it, I, I, we'll have to wait and see like how, how it goes with, with resident evil 4 versus the, the you know the original version of resident evil 4 um, but I, I bet there's going to be some value to like the the people who become super fans coming out of this one. It's like, uh, excuse uh, me for bringing up wrestling. I didn't mean to, uh, mm -hmm. but it's it like, you happened. know, in, in a wrestling game, when you have multiple versions of John Cena, current John Cena doesn't replace old Dr. Thugonomics John Cena. That's just no, the same could. John Cena, but uh, just different versions. So I, I, I think the same uh, way as you're, you're, you're uh, uh, thinking, Grub, of like, there is value in checking out the, the original jank of some of the older RE titles, but with RE4, I feel like it's just, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's on phones too, isn't it? Oh yeah, I think, I think so. Uh, some version of, I, I think so. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, but it's, I mean, it's everywhere else if it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you can get the, the, the Switch version. You can you could play it on the Wii with the motion controls. Like oh, yeah, it was right. everywhere. There's a VR yeah, I, version. I don't think I've. Yeah, Froculus uh, quests. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I've. Uh, I don't think I've started any game more times than I have started yeah. Resident Evil Four. Probably. Um, for sure, I've probably completed it maybe like two to three times during mm-hmm. my lifetime. But not, you know. But I, but based off this demo, like I'm going to finish this for sure. I think, yeah. I think it's doing a thing where it is honoring the generous rose-colored glasses that we all sort of lenses rather that we all like look at these games at that are mm-hmm. 20 years and uh, and more older, and it sort of like validates those potentially inaccurate nostalgic memories. Yeah, it g- like, gives the the love it needs to, to yeah, meet those, like meet, with that contemporary update. It's it's like it really just. It hits. I th- imagine they did it to a game that doesn't hold up. Like I don't know, Eternal Darkness. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe you go into a game I'm and you're so like, sorry, oh, this Jeff. game is so this game is so sick. I can't wait to replay it. Yeah. And then you're like, maybe even thirty percent through it, and you're just like, God, I've made a mistake. I I was like that with Tales of Symphonia. I think they did that big remake of that a couple Tales of Symphonia. I believe that's the one. And I was just kind of like, well, this has aged. For an RPG, these mechanics have aged yeah. pretty poorly. So, um, but I don't think RE4 is like that. I, I just don't think I need to go through that entire game again. But what I played of the demo was really fucking cool. It looks great. So. Yeah, I, I even had like the same experience I had with the GameCube demo, where I like would go into the village and I would be a bit too aggressive or I'd be uh, too impatient, and I would uh, usually end up dying a couple times. And then I'm like, okay, well, I need to just find this pathway through this village to survive. And uh, with the GameCube version, that was really helpful because when then when the game came out and I actually got it, I played, I'm like, well, now I know how to do this village and survive, so this isn't going to be some stumbling block for me that's going to discourage me from playing. And the same thing's happened here, where, no, I, I know exactly how to survive in that village. Now I've done it a couple times. And so when I, get, when I actually get my hands on the full game, I'm going to have an easy time just going in there and conquering that village and having a good time and then moving on from it. And the rest of the game is... Um, not quite as trying to juggle uh, uh, the, the, these enemies attacking you during a timer the way that is. It's like, no, you can actually either run past them or you can uh, attack them and actually defeat them and move on from them. And so it's like, okay, it's good to get uh, some practice with this part of the game so you can be ready for it. And also it's just a really good showcase for all the cool stuff happening in there where, you know, once I learned that you could drop the uh, the lamp mm. in, the, in, the, in the, 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 the cow stall and have all the cow catch on fire and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like dragging yeah. the, the characters. I was kiting them through there and trying yeah. to get the, the chainsaw guy in there and then shooting it myself and letting it drop on him and catching him on fire too as best, as best, I, as best I could. And then it was also like in that same area, if one of the Garados, is that how you, uh, Ganados? I can't remember what the name of the enemies are called, uh, but they would, if one of them grabs you in that specific part of the map, that it triggers a cutscene where it's like an instant death thing or a close to an instant death thing where the chainsaw guy will come through and he'll knock part of the building down and it'll collapse and it'll cut off that part of the map if you survive. But he'll come up and then you have to either hit, you know, F to escape on the keyboard or if you don't escape, he'll just come up and like chop you and then stab you and it's, it kills you instantly. It's cool to like to replay that specific part because there's so many interesting things that can happen. And then I was, you know, you see online people are finding like little tunnels you can go in and find submachine oh, guns damn. yeah and i'm like really? oh i couldn't i like looked everywhere for it i'm like i need to actually go and see exactly how to get to this but it's like then you take that back up there and you can just start blasting everybody and tear them apart with the submachine gun oh man okay reasons to replay a demo and then that's even before you get into the the chainsaw extreme difficulty or right. whatever it is that pops up one out of every so many times this is it's i think they know they have something special and the way they're treating it like really exemplifies that 
I, I gotta ask y'all, with with how they're doing these remakes and, and picking and choosing here, because I, I feel like a lot of us thought Code Veronica would have popped up by now. Yeah. Uh, especially after the RE2 remake. Will we eventually get a remake or remaster of RE5? I can't. I, I, I personally, I, I loathe that game a lot, so I, I would like them not to spend their time on it, but yeah. I don't know. Do people like RE5 after all this time? I thought it was I, like negatively received it, for the most part. In, uh, in, in a way that you like love hate something, maybe. Uh, I, I, I don't think. There's a lot of people who really like Resident Evil 5. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Dude, I just, pl I I just played it like relatively recently. It, it's not good. Like, there's fun to be had in it if you're just taking a piss, you know? Sure, like, sure. I, I played through the whole, all of that game co-op with a buddy next to me, so... Yeah, that's the problem. The single-player AI was bad. Yeah. Bad. I, I don't think that game is gonna, like, have the same amount of momentum and you know there's the, the last thing we'll have where resident evil 4 has you're right, right but that. they but for what did they do they remade one two and three right they remade one on the gamecube a long time ago so they didn't do that one again so, so that could two be and three. that could be something they could do one again i suppose yeah like um, i would i would yeah, take one again two, before five four. yeah right i mean code veronica but that one it's like I guess it's as much work as the other any of the other ones. Um, it's tough. But, I remember Code Veronica being pretty tough for yeah. our, our game, right? But it's like I think the number on, at this point, I think we're we're just on a different timeline than we were back then. And I think so. If they go to Resident Evil Five and they remake that, they would have to re-edit a lot of it. And I think they've done that with all the games so far, so that wouldn't be too much of an issue. And I think they the momentum doesn't come from it being Resident Evil Five now. It comes from. Oh, well, I've played the remakes of two, three, and four and love those. Yeah. And I'm not going to go back and play the old five. I'm going to wait for them to remake five. And then mm -hmm. there's going to be a, millions of people who that applies to now. So I, I would say that a, a remake or something of Resident Evil 5 does actually happen. And it is probably next. Hmm. Sure, sure. Damn. Uh, never make a new Resident Evil game. Just keep on remaking the old ones. Every ah, but eight was great. The new ones are coming out. They make yeah. new ones as well in between. That's what they do. They make a new one, they do a remake. Do a new one, do a remake. And that's so they're gonna they'll have a new one next, and then after that will be Resident Evil 5. So. I'm I'm happy that Capcom is in this position to do this though, because weren't yeah. they in trouble a couple years ago where like Absolutely. the future was kind of up in the air? Okay. Before Monster Hunter World, before these Resident Evil remakes, yes, they were in a tough spot. And now they are the uh, the, the the third party publisher that all third third party publishers aspire to be like they all want to be like Capcom they all want to have their Resident Evil series that they can remake a ton of and make new ones of and they want to have their you know Monster Hunter equivalent yeah that's what every publisher wants to be so Capcom is just absolutely killing it it's so interesting Capcom is so interesting though in, in how they treat Resident Evil because I feel like they've done a really good job at these remakes and with Seven and Village. But for some reason, I can never get into their attempts at making, like, a multiplayer game. Like, it just doesn't hit in the same way that any of the other Resident Evil games do. Yeah, people liked Out... What was the first one? Uh, Outbreak? That sounds right. Yeah, I, I know that it had, like, a cult following with it, right? Yeah, those, I guess many of them probably have cult following, so that's probably what I'm what I'm thinking is actually... Oh, a bunch of people liked it. It was probably just a cult following, but uh, that... that was that one that was on like PS2 and you needed the Ethernet adapter? I like, believe it was like a so. Really early one. I remember um, looking at like a, a spread in a magazine of how to get it running, and then thinking, I don't have an yeah. Ethernet cord. What? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not. I don't have cable internet. This isn't gonna be for me. 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something that they keep trying to do. They've done it with, I mean, the most recent one, Village, had that multiplayer attached to it that eventually came out, and I don't know anyone who played that. So, mm. yeah. All right, everybody. That about does it for video games. I'm very, I'm so ready to get wet with Resident Evil 4. I'm so ready. Oh, it's so a ready. sloppy wet game, and I'm ready oh, for buddy. it. You're going to get sloppy stakes in that game, and you don't even know <laughs> how. You're not going to intend on doing it. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. We said it. I think I said it on UPF or something like that. That game has, all the Resident Evil games have the shittiest food you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. Like, it's this maggoty dead cat entrails on a plate. Uh, yeah, Village they get did, that in a pot, literally. Yeah, in, in Village the did it really game. bad, and then this one has some really nice stuff right off the bat. Like, I don't know what the, the Plagas does to make people want to eat, like, awful and uh, roadkill raw, but uh, if you want some foul-looking food, those... Play, play, it makes, play, it makes you vitamin D deficient. It's like, oh, I'm just craving <laughs> disgusting food. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, we're all going to go stick our hand into a barrel of jelly beans uh, and find what we come, uh, pick, pick up what we find and eat it. And we're going to take a quick break, and Jeff <laughs> Grubb will be back with the news. Jelly beans. Squarespace. Yo, 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 yo. If you've been thinking about making a website and you haven't given a go, now you can go with Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building a beautiful website to showcase or even sell your work. Squarespace can help you do it all, y'all. If you, you're opening a salon, or you're a workout coach, or you're opening a cotton candy making class, you can create appointments for all your clients, no problem at all. Squarespace also has analytics, so you can study what's really popping with your audience, where you can improve, and where your people are. And if you got stuff to sell or subscriptions, Squarespace can help you do it because they can help your site accept stuff like PayPal, Apple Pay, Stripe, or even Venmo. No problem at all. Wow, Squarespace. Wow. Head to squarespace.com bombcast for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code bombcast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. The hardest person to get to know sometimes is yourself. We're in a constant state of change, so it can be hard for us to notice when we have had little changes here and there. BetterHelp can connect you with a licensed therapist that can help you get to know you better, and that can do wonders for yourself. Listen, y'all, it's it's 2023. No one should feel any shame for seeking out help with therapy, work, relationships, and even the weather can get you feeling down. Therapy's really helped me contextualize some stuff and really understand me. It's also great to get stuff off of your chest because that weight you're carrying can really harm you in the long run, homies. If you've thought about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great place to start. The whole thing is online, and BetterHelp can help connect you to a licensed therapist, and if that doesn't work out, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bombcast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash bombcast i don't see cotton candy enough in my day-to-day life yeah no one does unless you're like a clown what's the problem well i don't know i feel like it'd be cool or fun to occasionally have cotton candy pop up at least once every two weeks cotton candy is so disappointing what it's uh 
I, the disappointing stuff is the stuff you buy in the store in the pre-packed pack, yeah. plastic bag. If yeah. you're at the ballpark, you know, get that fresh shit. It'll make your hands sticky, but then a lot of fun things in life make your hands sticky. So um, I just go for it. I only declare that because I've recently seen a child eat it for the first time. And like, there's nothing more telling when the child is sort of just like, that's it, you know? Like, just being unimpressed by it. Oh, like, it's he, fucking pathetic. It is know, such a pathetic carnival food. You know the most upsetting thing? I, I still enjoy con candy, uh, but I, I had a hatred for con candy because I almost failed my assignment to build a gingerbread house in high school. Because um, I thought... Yeah, it'd be, this, this all tracks, yeah. Right, yeah. like, where's the con candy coming? Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so I made a chimney in my house, and I thought, oh, it'd be so cool to have, like, smoke coming out of it. So I made, I put cotton candy there, right? And then we had to let the everything sit for a day, and then we'd be graded on our gingerbread houses. This is for a home ec class. This isn't for, like, an English or math class. Uh, and uh, I, I set it there, and I was really proud. It looked really great. And the next day rolls around, and no one ever told me that con candy, if it's been exposed to air long enough, will just dry up. So it just yep. looked like a little tart, like pink, blue turds on top of my chimney. I almost failed, guys. Luckily, I had Man. some extra con candy on me that was sealed. See, con candy mm. let you fucking down. <sighs> I, con candy it does seem like this like precious thing that if it is exposed to any elements. It's just oh, water, it's gonna especially. evaporate. Yeah, well, I'm obviously eating your like, the whole thing. Like it evaporates in your mouth. Like that's where the disappointing thing comes from. Yeah. But it's like a lot of foods are like that. Like if you uh, eat like a a goldfish cracker and you bite it, and it's like it feels like it just goes away, and you never actually swallow anything. It's so weird. I it's think a goldfish cracker. I'm sorry, but I think a goldfish cracker is more satisfying than any They're amount really of good. cotton candy. What's really good is goldfish right. crackers on that, and on skittles at the same time. Goldfish crackers and Skittles in your mouth at the same time, washed oh, out by a Coke. Thirteen-year-old no. me had some amazing dietary habits, but <laughs> washing uh, it with Coke. Yeah, it's great. It's My mouth sort of negates I, I like feel, everything. I feel the sugar. film right now. I know, but like at thirteen, I, I would have fucked up. Oh that. yeah. Now I today, drank, I drank like a twenty-four would, pack I, of Coke every two days. Would be like how it, like that's how Jeff Grubb died if Wait, I yeah. tried to do that today. We, well, we've, we've all seen that gif of the little otter trying to wash uh, um, cotton candy off in the in the in the water to, to like um, right again. Yeah, it, it evaporates. Right. Oh, it's just so good. No, <laughs> yeah, it's like where'd it go? Uh, it's so funny. I, I feel like yeah. you you slid some dietary detail under the radar there. Did you say that you have? How many sodas? I would drink a twenty-four pack of Coke in like two or three days as a kid. As a oh, genius. back three then, okay. Days. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no I have one, one soda a week max at this point. It's sugar-free Red Bull. I drink so much water. I'm, I'm way healthier than I was back then. I'm still probably. You know, Rory's the most days. hydrated person I know. I actually, so yeah, he's the wettest shit. person I, drink like I know. Six of these. A day. Oh, he is. He's wetter than the RE4 demo. Listen. I someone in chat was like, "Oh, you're you're sour on like carnival foods." That's not true. Like, I could be a piece of shit. Listen, <laughs> I used to be a piece of shit, and when I show up at the carnival, I then transform back into the piece of elephant shit. Elephant ear, right? That's that's, good. that's the top one, right? The elephant ear, the what? elephant. We don't have. Yeah. They don't have We're that. Make a like carnival food, right? A tier list sometimes. Oh, soon. funnel cake's got to be number one for me. Right. That's what. That's what is elephant ear. Yeah, it's same right? thing. Like a, yeah. The, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that, and then like the tornado potato, where they like take a oh, full yeah, potato. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The spiraled one. Yeah, that's, they spiral those are cool. that little bad boy. Mm. Um, 
I'll I'll fuck with like fried Oreos. I'll fuck with corn yeah. dogs. All right, this is going to be our UPF. Like, there's there's a pre-built carnival carnival foods tier list maker that we have to do at okay. some point. Okay. On stream, so Rory, you, we're going to do whatever you want for UPF. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. If you want to, if you want us to help you UPF. answer support, Mr. Shifty for two hours. It's fine with me. Hell yeah! All right, go. we'll do a race. Uh, so, real qu real quick, Winship and Chat said fried butter, and I can't tell if they're no, 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 kidding, that's real. But that's that real. is definitely real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what? Where? Where have you, where have the decisions in your life led you to the point where you're like, hello, I will take one of your finest fried sticks of butter. I don't know. You hang out with Dan Reichert for long enough. It feels like that's. Oh, uh, I, I feel like Dan wouldn't get like a deep fried stick that. of butter. No, no, no. So no. He well, he's scared of himself. He, I'm saying you hang out like if you're next to him, he'll get it for you. Yes, that's what. That's, oh yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Okay. But like, what I don't understand is like. I just that it's it's so unappealing. Like um, I would I would fry anything yeah. over butter. Well, they fry everything like Coke syrup. You know, uh, you can get anything fried at a at a carnival. I, I would suspect the fried butter is probably not like a stick of butter. Probably little smaller bites. But I don't know. Never seen it. I don't go to carnivals. I don't go to state fairs as a rule. Now it's kind of not my. Why would happen? My, uh, I don't, don't want to have to see eighty people die on one of those roller coasters. That seems like a rare thing. I, I feel like you not would the way miss... this regulations of this country are going, man. Increasing roller coaster speeds. <laughs> I'm afraid no roller coaster. Every day, four hundred people nice. die on the twilt the world. Ah, it just seems like a eh. I'd rather do other shit. But yeah, fried food. If you if I was a fried food aficionado, I would try to find a state fair, which there are Apparently a lot of I don't know how many state. I've decided I'm gonna go get cheese curds tonight from. Uh, oh, those you can rules. just get that. You can just get that where you're at. Yeah, yeah there's a, what's, the, what's the uh, yeah? There's a fast food place from Wisconsin that is. Uh, I have one in my town. Someone in chat's gonna know it here, but it's yes, they have. That's like their thing is cheese curds. Culvers, thank you. Yes, Culvers, they have Ooh. cheese curds, and uh, yeah, they're delicious. They're really good. They make them fresh. When I was when I was up uh, skiing in Maine a couple weeks ago, there was a place. I just, it was like garlic butter cheese curds. There we go. And right. it changed Speaking my of... vacation. <laughs> you ski hey, down I'm... those bad boys? Say what? You ski down those bad boys instead. Oh, Jen, that's not a thing you do before skiing. That's the <laughs> thing you do at the end of skiing. Because, my man, you cannot get back on the mountain with that in your belly. Okay. That's the best. That's the best uh, skiing food, though. It's the food that you eat at the end of the day. That you're like, oh. I could never go back up there. I would die. And I would just roll back down. Exactly. You're just like, how did I even do that? <laughs> After, uh, I have I have some news here for everybody. Starting with this uh, this one right here. PS5 Pro rumors are back once again. A oh. new report from Insider Gaming claims that a PS5 Pro is already in the works. Uh, that's not too surprising. These are the kinds of things where like. They have these hardware teams. What are these hardware teams doing? They're like just making the next system for eight years. No, they're probably looking at every possibility. But I guess what is maybe surprising is that apparently Sony is planning to release this in 2024. 
That's next year, according to the story. Uh, part of the the well, what's happening here is Mark Cerny filed a patent recently that aims to improve ray tracing performance on consoles, and the report claims that that would be central to this new upgraded PS5. Uh, also, Sony doesn't want to wait to 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 launch, or they they don't want to launch the PS6, excuse me, until at least 2028. Uh, so that would be like an eight-year cycle, uh, and that would be at the earliest. So they probably want to have something to bridge it. Is the suggestion here from the story? I guess I'm, I'm personally like I really would be surprised if we get a pro uh, for either console this generation. I'm not going to say it's impossible. It is mm. definitely possible, especially if they sort of um, chicken one another and like stare one another down. And like, I'm going to do it. Oh, you are? Well, then we're going to do it. I, that could happen, and they both would end up having to have something if that's the case. Um, but I think the more likely scenario is kind of what happened with the Switch was – they they worked on something because they always work on something to have like a mid-gen refresh over at Nintendo, especially with one of their handhelds. And instead of launching it, they're like, uh, no, we just won't. We'll just find a way to raise the price of the current switch by putting an OLED screen in there and selling that to everybody again. And it's I think that these console manufacturers will probably find a path like that where they slim their systems down, especially the PS5, put more storage in there, especially the PS5. And then sell that again at the same amount of money they've been selling selling for this entire generation, which now is like five hundred fifty dollars around the world, right, for the PS5. So that's where where I'm at. But I mean, maybe I'm completely off base. Do you guys think we get a pro next year? I I didn't even think about the idea of not having a pro at all this generation. I feel like it'd be inevitable. I just didn't expect it to be so soon as as soon as next year. I thought we would get like. I thought we eventually would get a redesign that would be a slim. I wonder if they're trying to do two birds, one seed here, where... Seems like that's what the story is saying. Is exactly that, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I would want to pick up a slim PS5 that is also a pro, just because, again, there's not, not a lot there, or not enough there as is. And I feel like the demand for PS5s, and, you know, yeah. I don't think anyone needs a PS5 Pro right yeah. now. I don't think anyone does, but I feel like the market, based off of how fervent people were to pick up a PS5 at all, uh, I feel like the re resale market might go insane all over again, uh, just because it's like the new hot item. It, it, the, the timing of all this just like seems just not right. You have you have a market that was just caught up with demand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. It just got, it just caught up. So. You know, you're probably a lot of people only first got their hands on a PS5 uh, in the last six months. So I just don't understand this. Now, we the last time we had this conversation, which now feels like we do it every like three months or so. Mm -hmm. But the last time we had this conversation, it was all about like um, this being the slim, right? Because, you know, silicon gets smaller, power consumption, you can lower power consumption. Right. And that's still part of this story where, right. uh, where the slim model would drop the disk drive and replace i think i guess both versions of the current ps5 and that would would i guess stay at like 400 dollars for a diskless version and then there would be this pro model at, at the top of the skew and so okay i can kind of see that but i don't know what, what does that make you think well that well sure but i think it's all also predicated on the fact that like i remember when ps4 came uh, ps4 pro came out Again, it's it was a while ago, but I do recall some level of like desire for a beefier yes. console. Sure. Where I don't feel that with PS5. 
Right. Um, I think that's the, so that that's exactly kind of where I'm at with it, where we look at um, the reasons why they would do this. And the reasons why they did it last time is for one, they can, which is always going to be the biggest reason. If they can do it, they will. Uh, the PS4 was, was slipping in price at that time. And it's like, well, we want to keep a higher average sales price. I had someone who was working at Sony at the time tell me exactly that. Like, but, but that's one of the, that's the main reason we, we do this. So we sell this thing. We put the professional name on there. That gives it a certain, you have a certain idea of what to expect from it. But really, this is to keep the average sales price of the hardware at a certain level. If, if we think the PS5 is going to go down in price, then I, yes, I totally think a PS5 Pro will be inevitable. I just don't necessarily see the PS5 going down in price anytime soon, especially not on a timeline where it makes it make sense to replace it with something else. Now, if they want to raise the price again, maybe they do a, a Pro and they do it on the other side of $550 and make that $600, $650. I don't know. Even that seems like why muddy the waters? And it's like they're not going to have the same sort of marketing scenario that they had with the ps4 where it was like everyone has a 4k tv right now we did not predict that that would be the case when we launched these systems everyone has one now and if and so why aren't we trying to sell a, a 4k console let's go ahead and make a console and just say this is the 4k version of our console yeah. the 8k is not a thing won't be a thing especially in the next by next year no, 8K is, no and it's it's not it doesn't make any sense for games i think a lot of people are already savvy to that not being a buzzword that's going to catch on uh, and then, well, what is the other buzzword? Well, the suggestion in the story is it's ray tracing, and I just don't know if that's something that gets people out of their seats to buy a console. I just the really don't think it is. Craziest thing about this is that there's barely been any PS5 exclusive games yet. Yes. Like every game that I'm playing, God of War, Returnal, obviously, is PS5 probably was built on earlier hardware because I took a while to develop. I'm sure, but we still haven't gotten like a real AAA. I know Ratchet and Clank, and people talk about some of that, but not like God of War or Horizon or one of their very huge first party games coming out. In a PS5 exclusive, like God of War looks fucking amazing on my 4K TV right now. Uh, Returnal looks great. Like, what can they actually do if they're building something specifically for this hardware? And until that happens, like, why the fuck would I ever buy like a PS5 Pro? Because if they're still pumping out like games that are going to be on PS4 anyway, you the PS5 is handling them perfectly fucking well <laughs> um, without the extra hardware. Because I, I mean. I admit I, I turned my PS5 output down to 1440p on my TV just because there were some frame issues on Returnal, especially. Um, so even with maybe that's an excuse to get a new one, but I, I, I would not have to, even as a gaming professional, the most professional gaming professional, um, I would not uh, upgrade <laughs> or buy a new console at this point right now. I'd, I'd probably rather get a better video card. Um, yeah, so that's a, it's a weird. I more power to them if they want to do it but maybe maybe get some actual exclusives that people want to play uncharted whatever um ps5 exclusive until i see that and see what that means uh why would i upgrade yeah i feel like i'm going in in a skew of that path the other way where i'm actively waiting for more stuff to get ported over to steam so i can potentially check it out on a steam deck like <laughs> i i really wanted to to pick up the last of us part one and like the remaster, and I'm like, oh, I could do that on PS5 and it'll look great. But maybe I'll just wait for it to come to Steam. Yeah. And then I can play it there, and then I yeah. can handle it at my own pace um, and everything. Just because I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I just have, uh, I prefer handhelds and everything, but. You're a very active guy. You're on the go. I mean, I yeah. think the thing with the ps5 especially where they're building it for this ssd quick quick loading uh you know horizon uh, horizon forbidden west is way better on ps5 for loading alone but then you look sure. at the returnal where you're doing like instant warps around a lot the pc definitely struggled with that even on mm. an ssd i installed that game on 
I really do think I'm 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 not a PS. I, I prefer to play PlayStation than than other stuff, other consoles. But um, like it's it it does feel like that system might have been engineered in a way that might make some of those games a little more difficult to replicate on a on a PC. Maybe not like the open world stuff. I'm sure it'll be fine. But for stuff like that, where you, I don't know the, all the rendering stuff that Sony did in that pre pre release uh, live stream, seems like it might be tough to port over one to one. But we'll be curious to see. Well, uh, hey, speaking of that, moving on here a little bit, uh, mm. PlayStation's Dex PC port may be Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. There is a job posting uh, for Nixies, which is that PC porthouse that Sony acquired to handle a lot of these things going forward. And they're asking for an engineer familiar with coherent middleware, and that's capital C coherent middleware, uh, where, uh, and, and if you try to look in the past, like what game, what first party game at PlayStation used coherent middleware, it was Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. The timing on that makes sense. Uh, that game is, is now from, from the beginning of the PlayStation 5 generation. We're fast approaching two, three years on that. So, yeah, I would ex expect to see that on PC soon. Well, it sounds like they might be working on it. And that was one of those games that they made a big deal about. Hey, this is going to have all this like warping technology. It's going to instantly load. And this is only possible because we have the power of the PlayStation 5 SSD. Well, it's going to come to PC and it's going to, of course, it's going to run just fine there as long as they optimize it correctly. Uh, but hey, hey I'm, I loved Rift Apart. I really, yeah. really like that game. Uh, I would love for more people to have a chance to play it. Yeah. Another game where I'll be like super jazzed to check it out on my Steam Deck. Yo, Sony, all, all the work you're doing in R&D to make like a PS5 Pro, just make like just make a steam deck i know it's basically just a psp or a vita but just make it big yeah sure. make it big yeah I, I think i think they're looking at it again Ooh. especially after the steam deck make a ps ps5 p there it is oh jeez. just imagine okay. like you gotta there wear a go. backpack to play that bad boy metal gear acid 3 <sighs> make it happen rory are you working on metal gear acid 3 you can that tell is us not what i'm doing unfortunately <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll see about Rift Apart. Uh, like we've, um, basically had many of the big, like end of life PlayStation four games come, uh, including miles, miles Morales now, which was a yeah. launch game for the PS five, but also came out on PS four. Uh, it is going to be time for them to start looking at, at, uh, some of those PS five games. I, the big one, I mean, Ratchet Clank's big, but I think the big one for a lot of people is going to be demon souls. So mm. oh. Demon Souls comes, that would be very, very cool, and that seems yeah. likely as well. The From stuff has been really weird. Like Demon Souls, obviously, and then uh, what was the other one that that? Um, I mean, they're they're they need better PC ports. I'll say that. Like Sekiro was Sekiro is actually pretty good. Um, there's no ultra widescreen. A lot of that stuff is is kind of half-assed on those From software ports. So if they're gonna do more of those yeah, games, yeah. definitely definitely try to maybe get play to the system strengths of the pc i would say mm -hmm. i was yeah and that, that would be a blue point like from software didn't really do anything on demon souls so it'd yeah. be all well, frame uh, really point, they would game. be they would yes yeah it's, it works great on ps5 so i think it'd be pretty cool to see that on pc but um uh, i mean we'll see what's going to be next they, they still they, it took them uh, i think a while to get uh the last of us part one on pc right that got delayed right james you were going to check That's, that out um late still month, on pc yeah. 328 okay cool later so, this month yeah Right, so that got pushed back a couple times. Uh, so they, they, it looks like they have a little bit of a backlog now that they can work with. But we'll see when that oh like, what the next game is. The game yeah, Horizon, I, I you know, Forbidden West will probably be out there before the uh, before the next game comes out. They, they take a while with those, but right, probably um, sometime next year. Yeah, yeah. Give but, um, me Pedro Pascual's 
skin in that game. And I'll go, yeah. Play just so skin hard. Oh, okay. okay. Just this, skin oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Even that I'll be <laughs> cool with. <laughs> yeah, Give me Pedro Pascal's skin, says me my daddy. <laughs> Came out a little weird there. Uh, but. I like it. I would have it another yeah. way. Uh, Starfield got delayed. Uh, oh. This happened last week. Bethesda announced okay. the release date for Starfield. Exactly. It is coming September 6th, 2023. This puts it out of that 12-month period that they promised at the previous E3. Uh, but Starfield is now getting a direct at this year's E3 on June 11th, uh, at the uh, which will be its own, it'll be its own showcase after the Xbox Bethesda showcase earlier that day. Um, so uh, we'll we'll hear, hear more about this game once again, and then they're going to actually launch it September 6th. I think they probably stick to this release date. What do you guys think? Just don't yeah, just don't give a release date. Just don't just don't do it. Don't yeah. do it unless you're going to stick to it for sure. Yeah. I mean, or, or just shadow drop it is that what you're saying you just want to shadow drop it at yo i love shadow drops shadow drops are sick do that uh, i think I like that too. from a like i don't know there's someone who i feel like has done the research and is like shadow drops just don't we we need to rely on some of that buy hype too like you sure can, sure, sure oh for a big game know? like this the marketing is is, yeah. is important so yes. but i think like they i do agree that it shouldn't be a uh date until it's a date i mean it's just like what are we doing um and that's fine games get delayed they should get delayed they need to that's okay yeah but that's the game yeah <laughs> right but like it's just, it's just it's just so silly that's why i wasn't there one event where like all the dates were like incredibly dubious and we were just like yeah this feels right like tell me it'll come out like that's the final i think it was like e3 just, last year right yeah right, something they said like every that. game at this showcase will be out in the next 12 months and uh now i think the three big games that they had uh well redfall will will make it because that's coming out in may so that's going to make it. But then um, Forza sounds like it's coming out in October and this is coming out in September. So two of the two of the three big ones got pushed out of that 12 month window. It's almost as if that was a stupid thing to say. And they probably yeah. should not have said that. Um, all right. Microsoft is signing more Call of Duty deals. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me skip this one. My bad. Let me hit this oh. one first. Suicide Squad is reportedly getting delayed. Uh, this is a, 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 from a Bloomberg report. It is claimed that Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will get a delay from its May release. Uh, this has not yet been confirmed by Warner Brothers, uh, but I've separately heard something similar. I heard that it's actually a, this is a real big delay, and it might even get pushed into 2024. Oh no! All that said, they haven't confirmed it yet. I'm I'm also like, okay, so I've heard it's 2024, but if I were them, I would just push the thing out the door and move on. I I, I kind of don't get it. Uh, yeah, people don't, people really didn't like it the way it looked in that uh, state of play. Oh well, I think that's kind of just how our people how people are going to feel about this game. I think you just push it out and move on. But I, I listen. I don't make games. I don't publish games. I don't. I don't know. That, but it's like man, a whole another year with a big expensive that's game, like, a big expensive studio yeah. like this. That seems like a lot. What would you do like to make that more appealing? Like I was looking at it. Like you're fighting big tentacle monsters. It did not look. I. I I don't know. Most of these WB DC games lately have not been super appealing. Yeah, God, for right. whatever reason, so very appealing either. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Mikon puts it in the giant bomb chat. Somebody will buy it. At this point, put publishing it, putting it out the door, there will be folks that buy it. There will be folks that uh, enjoy shooting purple bits on helicopters. And delaying it to 24, I just don't know how much you can fundamentally change at this point. 
right? Yeah. Like, I wonder if the Suicide Squad, like that last movie made $180 million worldwide, which was pretty bombish kind of thing. And then obviously Peacemaker's out now. I'm, I'm just curious if there's a lot of love for, I really like the last Suicide Squad movie. I thought yeah, it was yeah. Good the first that was pandemic. That was pandemic yeah, times. Pandemic times and still, yeah. like, is that property? James Gunn is taking anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing to be pushed. I, I get the superhero team up kind of stuff I, is still pretty. You popular. know, your point still stands, Rory. It's a, it was a weird property to, to attach a game to. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, because uh, look how much stuff changed yeah. from when they started working on it to when they actually launched it. In terms of like what people felt about Suicide Squad, they had a, a reboot basically, and then you're putting a game out, and it's like, well, e even that previous uh or that previous version of the DC movie universe has completely changed. Yeah. So just a weird thing to attach a game like to. That Black Adam game next. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Is go. this is does this factor into the greater DC canon or is this another I don't like? Think so. I don't think it can. Yeah, because yeah. it's like they, they wanted to make those decisions going forward. All the games will be a part of that, and it's like that's gonna that's gonna be a rude awakening, I think, for James Gunn when you like when he like has those meetings with his games people and, and they're like, oh yeah, and that game's still five years out. Like, oh wait, what? Okay, the actor's contract is gonna be over by then. Okay, I'm I guess curious we if he actually this. has a lot of input on on the, uh, these games. I mean, I know he he's said kind of they said they said that they will. He's, and they okay. said that they're gonna like that's part of the thing. It's like all games will be part of the DCU going forward, hmm. but. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I just kind of don't know what happens with Rocksteady. Not like Rocksteady is like one bad game from going under or something sure, like this. Sure, yeah. I, but I think they probably retreat and make another Batman game if this game goes bad for them, which, you know, okay. I, they didn't want to do that. That was the whole thing here. So I guess we'll see. All right. Uh, Microsoft is signing more Call of Duty deals. Uh, let's see. On Twitter, Phil Spencer announced that Microsoft has signed a deal with Ukrainian cloud ser gaming service Boosteroid to bring Call of Duty to that platform for 10 years the should the Activision merger, merger go through. Boosteroid. Sorry, it's a real sorry, thing. Sorry. It has 4 million users worldwide, I was surprised to learn. Okay. Uh, yeah. And in a statement to the Wall Street Journal, Microsoft President Brad Smith said they have more deals to follow. Um, other updates about this acquisition story, by the way, Microsoft says it won't increase the price of Game Pass because of the ABK merger, and Sony warned regulators that Microsoft could release a buggy version on PlayStation to undermine Sony. Uh, so and that's your kind of quick update there. The, basically, this is just a uh, Microsoft doing what it's been doing, trying to look like the good guy and trying to do nothing to look like the bad guy, like saying they would raise prices, which I believe them. They won't raise prices because of the ABK merger. They're going to raise them because they're going to raise them no matter what, right? That, that's just what yeah. they're going to do with these prices. Yeah, I've just about reached my uh, boiling point with this entire situation. I think the good news is to shut up. it sounds like it's going to wrap up here pretty soon. Yeah. I think it's going to wrap up here pretty soon. Uh, but, you know, we've said that before, too, and been proven wrong, so mm, who here knows? We are. Here we are. Uh, Bowser is bullish on Switch. I like, yeah, I like that. Uh, nice. in, a, in an interview with AP News, Doug Bowser is still confident about the Switch. Uh, here's a quote from him. As we enter the seventh year of, of the Nintendo Switch, sales are still strong. I think we still have a very, very strong lineup coming. As Mr. Furukawa said, and Furukawa, the president of Nintendo Japan, uh, said recently, we're entering uncharted territory with the platform. It's exciting to see that demand is still there, so nothing to announce on any future console or device, but we are still feeling very bullish about the Nintendo Switch. Um, basically, this interview was just them asking a bunch of questions to a guy who could never really say anything other than this. Right. Uh, but... I, I think they they're probably they're trying to I, I'm trying to figure this out. Is this Nintendo telling the truth or is this Nintendo's uh, 
oh, the yes, don't worry, the, the DS is the third pillar, and the Game Boy's still going to be around, and then suddenly you, you look a year later, and the Game Boy's nowhere to be found, and the DS has completely replaced it. Um, where do you guys think Nintendo is at in terms of feeling out this transition to the next generation? I think, well, first off, I think, uh, I mean, Bowser's like saying nothing here. Yes, right? that, like, which is literally... as the president of Nintendo of America, all he can say. Yeah. They don't make decisions. Right? Literally nothing. Yep. Uh, what does it mean? We're entering uncharted territory with the platform. Okay. Well, that means that this is, okay, That that that's Furukawa yeah, but... saying that, and that means that we're in the seventh year of oh, a platform sorry, right. where yeah, they, but, they've but... never really been this far before without having new hardware. But like also, uh, I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's just kind of filler. Uh, all right, there there are games still coming out for it, right? Like, um, it's funny. I guess Uncharted Territory is like we've never uh, seen what a battery inside a Switch will do after seven years. <laughs> we don't know. Oh wow! <laughs> These things are gonna start blowing people's legs off. We learned from nothing from the PSP. Uh, those fans in there you're probably approaching the maximum number of spins they could do. Uh, I definitely have a, my launch unit man, that's sitting back there. That fan is dead. Yeah. My, my launch unit switch like goes to bed coughing every night. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but I, but I do think like uh, there is a bit of like uh, stretching and a little bit of like buying a little bit of time here. I don't, I, I just feel like we are approaching a situation where, uh, and I think it's going to be very telling how well uh, the next Zelda runs on Switch, also, right? That'll yes, that'll Do you give think a bit... better or worse. I'm I'm guessing better. I think they've had. Yeah. I would imagine better. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that one they built for the Wii U. This oh, one they'll true. be able to they'll build it directly for the Switch. They will understand a lot of the. I mean, they got that Zelda running pretty decent on the Switch after a yeah. while. I think mm. even the. Kokorili, or I'm sorry, what was the village? The village that had like the really bad, like 20 frames per second that everyone experienced. I think they've mostly cleaned that up. Um, so it's like if they figured out those tricks and they've got a lot of other tricks this time around, they should they should be fine. Although it's a much bigger game, we'll see. Um, he was just directly asked to Bowser about, hey, what's going to be the Switch follow up, and what do you want to see in it? And he says, I should be careful about what what about what I would personally like to see in a new Switch. But what I can share is that one of the reasons that even going into the year seven, we feel very confident that the Switch can have strong performance over the next few years is that it is still truly that unique device that you could play in a variety of ways at home and on the go. One of the things we look at, at always is how how can we surprise and delight? How can we introduce new unique ways of playing that's always in the front of our mind? And that's the other thing I'm trying to figure out. Is he saying that the next thing is going to be very different from a Switch? What? If, okay, hear me out here. What if uh, Nintendo's been out of the handheld market for a while now, right? Since the 3DS. What if the Switch just folds into that slot and then they do release like a bigger console that's not, it's, it's probably not going to be as powerful as a PS5, but it gets close to it. And then that. They can just have all these smaller titles, the indie stuff, just continue to pe go out onto the Switch. There won't be the expectation for stuff to, uh, like, be super graphical and high performance anymore because they will have that other system. Yeah, I think I, I, I like that idea. It's something I think it could be cool. You're welcome, uh, Doug. I, th <laughs> I think Nintendo has structured itself in such a way, though, that that would be difficult because they used to have... We have the teams that make big games for the console, and we have teams that can make stuff for the handhelds, and and they're they're kind of separate and doing their own thing. And then 
at the beginning of the Switch generation, kind of going into the Switch generation, they combined all those things into one one unit to make like one set of games that all come out on one platform. So, uh, and and that was always um, the tough thing for Sony. One of the reasons it couldn't mm. make the Vita and the PlayStation Three slash Four work really well is because they would have they would make their games for the PlayStation, and then they'd like have a, a B team come in and make the same kind of game for the from the same series for the Vita, and it was never as uh, satisfying. Um, and it's like Nintendo would want to avoid that wherever possible. Well, Metal Gear, and that was not explaining, of course. I, 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 I never really figured out why Metal Gear Acid was made by a whole different company, and I guess Konami had some like you know uh, contractually obligated, like you got to put a Metal Gear Solid on this thing. But I don't recall that um, uh, what's his face was actually really involved with them too much, but maybe for the better. But uh, I just want a fucking goddamn like uh, just take it to PC or put it on Vita. Goddamn, I can't. I haven't played Metal Gear Acid two in, in too long, and it's kind of a. Uh, tell you what, let me tell you about this thing called a Steam Deck, and then uh, some of the things you could do with that thing. We can, yeah, we can maybe. give you Metal Gear Acid. You PSP. Sorry, I'm looking. It's insanely windy, and my my roommate just messaged me like that. Live weather report. A little too much. Matthew, it feels like he's going in the door from being John Malkovich when he's like kind of like looking in there. Rory, your last day's Friday. Don't go through the door yet. Don't go to the light yet. Don't go to the light. Stay away. We have a huge tree in our backyard that my roommate's worried about, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's 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 yeah, it's okay for now. If it dies, it dies. Bye. Cut out. Oh, hi, Miru. If I here, let me show you real quick. Can yeah, I do see this, Jim? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, no, I'm not gonna stop you. Live. What are we gonna do? Fire you? Oh, there's, that's well, not there's a, don't worry, that's a cat, not a tree. That's a cat, yes. but then here's that big ass tree back here. That oh, is, man, I love it's trees. not shaking too bad right now, but there's this kitty. Here, let's let's take a look. Hi, Miru. Well, hi, kitty. Meow. Well, she doesn't, she only meows on her cat tree, so. Um, I'm just letting you know that my roommate's saying this tree is looking shaky. So if I do cut out, it's probably because of uh, because the tree fell and destroyed something. Well, okay, well, it might fall down. Careful. I mean, it's there's a lot. There's, it's been really super windy and wet for a long time here. So um, I swear to God, if I open my windows, I look like a ghost, and if I close them, I look like I don't know. Rory, non, you look amazing no matter what. Non-ghost. There we go. Uh, this is the best I've looked all podcast, so I finally found my... There it is. Shade. Yes, you got the shadow. Yes, this is... Ten years later, I finally figured <laughs> <laughs> Now you can just keep the setup for every there episode, dude. Okay. Save profile. My hair. Uh, Bowser defends $70 Zelda. Uh, in the same interview, Doug was asked about the price increase for Tears of the Kingdom, and he had a defense for that move. Uh, we look at what the game has to offer. I think fans will find it, that this is an incredibly full, deeply immersive experience. The price point reflects the type of experience that fans can expect when it comes to playing this particular game. This isn't a price point that we'll necessarily have on all our titles. It's actually a fairly common pricing model, either here or in Europe or other parts of the world, where the pricing may vary depending on the game itself. Uh, they're doing it in the European style. That ah. makes sense. Um, listen, they, they, he's saying here, like, once again, kind of nothing, but also saying, we know you're going to fucking pay it, so pay up. Cough up the Fair. $70 and then go enjoy your, your Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you very much for the money. I mean, I, I'm, at this point, it's... I paid 70 bucks for Final Fantasy 3 on the goddamn SNES, like, and that was 25 years ago, so it's a little tough for me to be super mad about game prices getting up. I know. Whether, whether, whatever hardware you're, you're uh, applying them to, like, even Switch is underpowered compared to the PC, you're still spending a shitload of money on development time and, and everything else, so. Um, yeah. 
don't know. I, I know yep. times are tough for a lot of people though, so it's also like, hey, maybe they'll they'll they're betting on higher higher revenue. Yeah, in, I mean, in the long term, even if they sell less. Yeah, the the economics are are simple. You raise the price of something, fewer people buy it. Like yep. that's. But I think that they know that the demand for this game and the, the pent up sort of uh, desire for it is so high that that won't really be reflected yeah. here. And I think they, they look at how their games have sold without having a price decrease really over the last five, six, seven years now. Uh, they're like, oh, well, the reason that we can keep them at this price for this long and people keep buying them is we probably could have been charging more all sure. along. And this is the first Switch right. game I've wanted to play since Breath of the Wild. Mm. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much where I'm coming from. I will pick up my Switch and try to update it and get the new Wi-Fi on it and everything like that. But hopefully, hopefully it'll work. I don't even have a dock Man. for it. New Wi-Fi um, dropped. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I Hopefully, I'll probably need some fucking new Wi-Fi because it cuts off all the time now. Every day I have to replug that router. Um, it's not good. So, we'll figure something out. But, yeah, I'm happy to pay 70 bucks for Zelda. I'll play that she game did. for... A you expense a new router before you leave. I didn't yeah, say that, we'll yeah. see. Don't, uh, don't listen, man, don't this me. router is this whole last expense report is going to be real fun. It's going to be a real nightmare. Hell yeah. Yeah, I should probably do my my Ethernet first and then try the shipping stuff later. But um, we'll we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll live stream it. That'll be UPF. Just me, my last expense report. <laughs> <laughs> Pornography. Uh, a couple more stories here. The Pokemon Company is looking for an NFT master. Uh... Uh, I wrote this down. NFTs gotta own them. Oh, it's you and me. I know it's my destiny. NFTs, oh, you're my best friend in a world that we must end. So there you go. Uh, anyway, the Pokemon Company has a job listing for someone with deep knowledge of and someone who is deeply connected to the world of NFTs and blockchain technologies. Uh, this is not really an NFT job, but it is um, a job that where they said we're looking for creative ways to use new technologies, and then they listed NFTs and blockchain as something that is super important to them for this job. But maybe actually, this is a good way to fish for like all the douchebags in the universe, <laughs> um, and maybe we just like trap them uh, and put them into some sort of chamber where they can't get out. So uh, if that is the spirit behind this exercise. I support it. Yeah, Mewtwo is going to like rip their memories from their brain and completely reset them and what, send them back out. What, the what world. if I go apply for this, right? Right. And, and I then, like, I, I, my intimate knowledge of NFTs is like I read the Wikipedia article on them and right. uh, I, I just take them down from the inside. Here's what, here, here, Jan, I guarantee that if you used Chat GPT, to write your cover letter for this job, you would 100% get it. All right, I know what I'm like, doing tomorrow. You're exactly happens, what so. we're looking for, exactly. soulless shell of a man. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission screenshots have been found in the Nintendo Switch Online Game Boy Advance app. Uh, this is from a Twitter user Luigi Blood who found this through a data mine. <laughs> Luigi uh, Blood? Listen, guys, it's crazy out there in the scene. The, the hacking scene for the Switch, They listen, Luigi Blood's got it. We've got it on lockdown. getting dark. Uh, the screenshots were in the Metroid Fusion folder, but it's basically it shows the thing where it explains how linking uh, games together using the Game Boy Advance Nintendo Switch Online thing works. It's like that instruction screen, and they have that for Metroid Zero Mission, a game that met can connect to Metroid Fusion if you have the two Game Boy Advances. Apparently, it un unlocked a suit. I never did that, but yeah, actually, I wrote down here, this is from uh, the, man uh, the manual. If you link Metroid Zero Mission to Metroid Fusion, an added bonus will appear on your Metroid Zero Mission game pack. After loading data from Metroid Fusion, an option to view the Metroid Fusion gallery will appear on the options screen. View these images just as you would uh, the Metroid Zero Mission images. So it's like a way to unlock, I guess, a little bit of extra bonus stuff. Um, That's cool. But 
but yeah, but it's like, okay, Zero Mission not on the Game Boy Advance Nintendo Switch Online app, but obviously it's coming. Not too much of a surprise, but I got excited about that because I like that game a whole bunch. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Real quick, this got me thinking uh, more about the the late, I don't want to derail you, but the latest uh, Mario no, trailer. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't put in the news here, but because uh, it's like, yeah, we a new trailer came out, but it did come out this past week. Uh, I like that a lot. What you? How are you feeling about it? No, I feel real oh. good about it. Oh, uh, the tree fell. The, the tree, tree fell. Oh, the tree no. We fell. lost Rory in the tree I fell. I downplayed the tree. Oh, God. This is all your fault, Bacalar. You didn't believe him about the tree. I downplayed the tree, and now it's fallen. I really hope that the tree is still up and that's just the wind. I hope the tree... Yeah, oh, yeah, I love it. Like, and also, I mean, it takes a lot for a tree to go. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> We're praying. You're continuing to downplay it. Yeah, you're downplaying yeah, I'm, it. I'm, I'm, go, I'm still downplaying it. So I, bad I just, when the video comes back and he's just laying under a tree. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Jan. Sorry, Rory. Uh, the, the, Sorry, the Mario trailer. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? I didn't once check it out. again. You know what I'm gonna say. You know what I'm gonna say. Once again, Mario had what? Like seven words to say oh, an yeah. entire thing. They yes. don't want that little bit. We're downplaying talking. the tree. Miyamoto's yeah. downplaying the Pratt for sure. They are, they are I don't know if this was like, you know, maybe he didn't have a lot of dialogue to begin with, or maybe he does. I don't know, but they are not finding his voice trailer worthy. Okay. Right. They're, they're like, not. We want Seth Rogen front and center. That's who we need. And listen, I agree. Or Charlie agree. Day, because Charlie, Charlie Day, Day. I'm sure if you did the breakdown, uh, Charlie Day is I, saying a lot in these trailers. Chris Pratt, not so much. I think two things. Right. One, either the, uh, he has an amazing voice that they want to keep under wraps that they they just want everyone to be pleasantly surprised by when the movie comes out. Or two, they. Saw everyone's general reaction to Chris Pratt being announced as uh, as Super Mario. So they are doing exactly what you're saying, Bacalar, and they're just going to downplay everything. They're yeah, like, I think, I think they're just minimizing it, right? Because like, it, even what they play us, it's fine. It's not ruining anything. Oh. But it was like, it's just, it was weird at first, and now we hear it like in little snippets, and I don't even notice it. Like the trailer went by. And I think it was like, uh, I don't know, I can't remember who I was with, but it was like, oh, yeah, we barely heard Mario. I'm like, oh, we did? I didn't even, like, wasn't even thinking about it. And I think that's where they want us, not even okay. thinking about it. So now I know that I have a problem because I can't not think about it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I am unable to, like, focus and spend a lot of time Can you, thinking about how much I hate prattled. the voice. You've been prattled by it. Yeah. Can you watch the original <laughs> Lego movie, like, go back to it now and, like, still enjoy it? Yes, because it's just his normal ass voice, and he's just a goofball, and it's fine. Th that I have no problem with, with regular Chris Pratt's stupid voice. I have a problem with his like, just like app, like flummoxing uh, 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 Mario it voice. I find it sounds it like an so SNL strange. character. It sounds like he's just playing Mario on SNL, or it's like, hey. You're still Chris Pratt, like you're the star of this SNL episode, but like just do a little Mario voice, like that's what it feels like. 
and whatever. I'm over it. I but, know. Yeah. I, uh, you're just a stronger person than me. Is Definitely. really what yeah, it comes we've down always to. always said that. Yeah. I've been beaten down enough by Mike Minotti who's in chat defending it once again. You talk about the Mario, uh, Chris Pratt Mario voice. He's in here being like, "We got guys. We got to be nicer to Chris Pratt." Uh, that's not his exact words, but do basically we, what he's saying. Do we have to be nice? <laughs> I don't think. Like, who cares? It's, Mike Minotti's just a nice person. Changing nothing. What's that? Mike Minotti's just a nice person. All right. Oh, I, I, I'm not talking shit about Mike Minotti. I don't. I wish I he wouldn't voice his up, opinion Mike. on this, this very bad opinion on this. But he, did, like, he did say no one here knows as much about uh, ch cartoons for children as I do. That's, as it, that's like, so true. he's an authority on this topic. Yeah, I, the, I, I cannot extract my like vitriol, my my <laughs> cringe like reaction to hearing it. I. To be clear, though, I think the trailer looks amazing. Yeah, it looks I so good. It looks so, so good. damn good. Oh my god! The kids, oh my god, really are just like uh, for days. Before it was like they were in that Kirby zone, and I think these trailers are actually what has sort of got them like, oh no, wait, no, I still do like Mario. It's okay. And then that last one, the last one, it's like, oh, Rainbow Road, and the kids love rainbows. Yes. and they that's why they start playing Mario Kart. And it's like, I am just they're like, this looks good. And then for days later, it's like, so when is that movie coming out? When when's yeah. the Mario movie coming? I'm like, yeah, that's right, a month from now. Hey, he's back. I won't be here. He's back. I'll be, I'll be busy, but when I get back, we'll see it. Here, I could here. leave at any time. Uh, the power cycled here. Sorry to interrupt. Um, power the, cycled. The tree. What's the? How's, how's the, the tree? tree? Um, let's double check. Just look. Live tree update. Still, still kicking, but still, it is super, dancing. super windy, and this house has bad wiring and, and all this other kind of stuff. And every time the power resets, I have to unplug the cable at the wall, then the modem, and then the router, and plug them back oh, in. Oh, Jesus. Order. So yeah. It takes a while. Okay. Sorry um, about that. We no, were just no, talking no. about the, the latest uh, Mario we're Brothers trailer. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hopefully, hopefully that tree, that, it's not a dead tree. Um, we'll see. But, no, it looked uh, very yeah, alive. Let's look over this. Um, it is really shaking around though, but um, I gotta confess, I'm, I'm not not really into the Super Mario movie. Not really. Well, not really like, oh, you you, you don't like, but you love the Chris Pratt Mario voice though, right? I've, I haven't heard it. That. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna eat all the bomb cars. I just want to last bomb cars, man. I'm gonna eat right here. A lot of people. <laughs> oh, there you go. oh man, he's you doing know. the smack. Yes. Fucking a. I I'm got some um, some trolleys while I was away. I got my pack here so this is brought to you this bombcast is brought to you by trolleys um sour gummy creations martian mix and i hope you you should really try to see if you can get paid for saying that you deserve it um last couple stories here soul Calibur remaster it, it just might be in the works uh there was a rumor over on xbox era from nick baker where he said namco is working on a remaster of soul Calibur. he doesn't know if it's just the original game or a collection of the early games um i kind of hope it's just I think I kind of hope it's just a remaster of Soul Calibur 1. Let's just go there and do that game. That game rules. Holy shit. That game's amazing. Wow. You want to talk about that. a game? Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. Us, like, do just it. give us that game at, like super playable now. Uh, yeah, I would love that. Uh, Hitman is on hiatus. Not too surprising. IO Interactive has told Eurogamer that it's putting Hitman on the shelf. Uh, this applies to major new Hitman games. They're going to still keep updating and refreshing uh, a hitman world of, of assassination but that really it got its last big update with freelancer mode it's doing very well but they've got james bond and that's taken up most of their time and then they have that project dragon game that they announced recently that they're working on which is a fantasy rpg so clearly they're very busy and even as they start a new studios to work on these games they're all in on these two new projects and i think i'm kind of i kind of dig this right they they did a new trilogy of hitman games they nailed it Honestly, I think it's a it's a home run, and now they're going to put it on the shelf, let it like let it roast for a little while, or let it cool off, and then come back to Hitman down the road. 
man, when they do, I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be so ready for it. It's like, I think this is a really good way of doing things. It's rare that I have super high opinions on, uh, no, that's, that's, that's really mean. Uh, let me just say, I really, really, really enjoy IOI. Take, take as much time as y'all need on stuff. Take a break. Y'all earned it. Hitman's great. Yep. It's going to continue Hitman. to be great. Uh, and I'm just going to keep playing that forever. I continue to think that it's hilarious that they are making like a fantasy RPG style of thing. I look at that uh, D&D movie and thinking about like how tongue-in-cheek they're so trying to be uh, with like D&D as a whole property and everything. Um, and I think, you know what? I feel like IOI would nail it without trying to be super cheesy. You know, they just, yeah. it, 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 they would just let the natural cheese develop. Mm. Yeah, don't like I don't know how I feel that. that D&D movie. I think what you just described there is actually kind of my issue where I'm like, Oh, they're trying to manufacture the cheese. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like, little bit oh, too much winking, right? Yeah, that stuff happens at a at a tabletop game, but it's like I don't think the the I think it's rare that the dungeon master's like we're gonna make this quirky. I think yeah. it's like they do something, and then one of the players at the table is like, "Listen, I'm a weirdo, and we're gonna go yeah. down my weirdo fetish thing," and it like derails the whole thing, and everyone has a good time. And the movie doesn't. I, it, it, it looks it looks really bad, and I I say I, that I, gonna, I like D and D, but I want it to be good. I don't. Know. I would love it to be good, but I mean, it really did look like they're gonna fucking throw like every D and D reference at you, and have you know that somebody in the audience said, that's a werebear. Oh, that's a druid shapeshifter. <laughs> like I, they're casting cast summon monster nine. Cast summon monster XI. Hell yeah. Oh boy. Fucking stunt on these hoes. I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna say there will be somebody like that, but they seem like they're very from that first trailer, maybe the movie's very serious beyond that. That first trailer really made it look like they were kinda cashing in the nerd uh references, which you can go way too far down that hole and, and movies become unwatchable. I mean, um Damn. we all remember in the name of the king. A Dungeon yeah, Siege Tale, fantastic. I don't think this movie's masterpiece. This movie will not be on the level of that. That was a movie. No. Alex, I think Jeff and Ryan and I all saw like a midnight movie and we got shushed because we were <laughs> laughing so fucking hard at how oh, bad really? it was. Somebody came over and like, hey man, we're just trying to watch a movie. And we shut up after that, but it was uh, memorable. Um, I bet those people like, by I, the I end were like, Dungeons man, we should start making fun of it too. Yeah, I believe D&D will be better than that, but uh, that trailer did not give me a lot of, of hope. Uh, Chris Pine, that's Chris? I mean, I, don't, I forget what Hey, more like now, Chris but. Fine, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a question, Rory, and I'm not as well versed with D&D. I've always wanted to get into it, but um, I'm looking at the IMDB here, and I see Chris Pine's character name. Bard. Uh, it's, is, is Edgen? Is that supposed to be a joke? Oh, God. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, there aren't... I hope so. For all the... I mean, D&D is more about the player characters than a lot of the... MP I mean, there's famous ones like Elminster. I don't know where this is set, if it's, you know, Forgotten Realms or Dragon Quest. I, I doubt it's Dragon Quest, but I'm assuming Forgotten Realms, so you'll 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 fucking meet Elminster at some point, or, or you know, I, if Gundam Drift Doors didn't shows up, then everybody loses their shit, but um, I have not been following the Dungeons & Dragons movie too much. Um, it, it looks cornball... It looks like a lot of B. It looks like a B movie, and hopefully it'll be entertaining enough. But I, I'm right, kind of like kind of what my hope is for it. Where it's Edging. like, oh, yeah, it's a he's fun B movie. Oh, these names are hilarious. Oh, man, I hope they make a <laughs> lot of edging jokes. The ninth character on the top cast on IMDb is just guard. The <laughs> ninth <laughs> listed character actor. Um, yeah, played got, by UV Bowl. Wow. Olga, Ajin, Zank, Simon, Doric. They all have like four or five letters uh, to make them all. I, I'm going to have a hard time telling them apart, but 
I hope it's great. I hope Hugh it's a, Grant a fantastic is in movie. this joint. Yeah, right. that's, what, that's where I'm like kind of hopeful because it's like you're they're going for the tongue in cheek, and they got some characters, or some actors that can pull it off. I think Hugh Grant, like I mean uh, him and Paddington too. Like this is not going to be a Paddington too. No. Nothing will be. But it's like, man, Hugh Grant's so much fun when he's like just going off, going ham. Apparently, kind of hopeful on that for that side of things. A huge piece of shit off screen. Like Aww. apparently, he's been coming out and saying like, oh yeah, I really get angry about a lot of things, and I had to take, I had to take it out on people who were just walking by. The he said he had a Christian Bale moment and made it all charming and affable. And apparently, the stories came out like he's been banned from the Late Show uh, for blowing up an assistant. Apparently, he has like fits of rage that are really scary, but has never really come out in, in public. But. Um, Man, and also had that weird interaction at the Oscars red carpet. He just seems like kind of a dick. But then Paddington 2 will forgive all sense for. Exactly, you're right. You get a free pass. It's the duality of man. Yeah. Uh, last story. Russian hackers try to harass and threaten Stalker 2 team. Uh, har Russian hackers who seem upset that GSC Game World is not going to localize Stalker 2 for Russia have acquired a 10 gigabyte cache of images and other data from the game, which is, of course, developed in Ukraine or was developed in Ukraine before the war. Uh, the hackers threatened to release it if GSC didn't apologize to Russian gamers and promise to localize the game. GSC has posted a response that basically says, eat my butt from the front. Uh, here's the exact quote. We are a Ukrainian company, and like most Ukrainians, we've experienced many things that are much more terrifying. For example, destroyed houses, ruined lives, and the deaths of our loves, the de deaths of our loved ones. Attempts to blackmail or intimidate us are completely futile. Our unwavering commitment to supporting our country remains unchanged, and we will continue to do everything possible to support Ukraine. I mean, yeah, basically their statement is like, you you can threaten us all you want. We're not going to give in. That's a, a pretty strong statement. And I kind of like, man, I'm pulling for the studio. Stalker 2 seems like a big, ambitious thing to try to pull off at the best of times. The idea that they've moved, they, a lot of people moved from Ukraine at the studio to, I think, the Czech Republic to keep working on the game. And it's like, man, moving your family and yourselves in the time of war and, and all to keep working on a game, that's rough stuff. And I kind of, I'm really pulling for them and stuff like this just makes me want to pull for them even more. So I hope that game comes out and just nails it and they get everything right. But either way, you know, this is awesome. This is, even if it's just this, them saying, you know, F you to a bunch of hackers, that's cool too. Agreed. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. That does it for the news. Jan, I'm handing this show back over to you. Thank you so much. Oh, that's it's great. It's warm. It's sticky. It's it's fun. You know? It's fun. It, all, the, all the best things in life. Make your hands sticky. That's right. That's right. Words to live by. Put it on a bumper sticker. Uh, I'm going to go wash off these hands and the bomb cast, and we'll return Please. with some emails Excellent. from you, the folks at home. See you in a bit. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.
These are the emails for the show. These are the emails I will read. Emails. Oh, jeez. I think we need to add, like, a robot affectation or robot voice to every single bumper. I'm not saying we need to redo all the bumpers. Maybe we just need, like, little jingles. Uh, it's it's also because Grub put that uh, Tim Tim Robinson yeah. sketch in my head. Basketball. Give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Oh, man. Got in my it. head all the time. <laughs> season three comes soon. Uh, yeah. that's that season is gonna wreck me and occupy too much brain space. Oh no! Oh my god! I just I I need it. I need it so bad. Uh, <laughs> emails. We got them from you, the Giant Bomb audience. You can send your emails to bombcast at giant bomb. I don't know why I hit the echo button there. <laughs> giant bomb. <laughs> bombcast at giantbomb.com uh, we will enjoy them we will read them we'll savor them we'll print them out even yeah uh, I'll go to my partner's school and print out all your emails there and just waste yeah, all use their up ink. that toner that's right uh, that's right they got more they, they probably money. got more right S schools are well paid and funded right right, right? yes oh yeah okay first Funny. email comes from uh, Matt from Murfreesboro Tennessee uh, they write in hello all even though I feel like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles never really went away, doesn't it feel like now uh, the time for them to finally get their own big game? The new animated movie looks great, and the property seems really strong again. This has always seemed like a no-brainer for me for an open-world game. There are already four classes to choose from, and DLC characters built right in with Casey Jones and others. Do you think it'll finally happen? What do you think could be this, ga uh, be this game's standout feature? I generally think this property could easily have a game on the level with the Spider-Man games. Maybe the Xbox makes a move here for their own single-player game franchise. Matt from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. P.S. I have to ask, who's your guy? I'm a Leonardo man myself. Love the show. Thanks, Matt. Okay, so the, the implication here is that the, the Turtles have not had their own big game. Yeah. Right. Right. This is tough for me because I'm like, I, I, well, I don't want anything else other than what we got, which was Shredder's Revenge, which ruled. Oh, so you, so you're just like an asshole. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, oh, the turtles can't possibly be in anything else aside from a beat 'em up. That's what I said. Yeah. I just think, okay, aside from your just really upsetting take, I think. <laughs> uh, I, you're I, welcome. Thank you. I, I agree with Matt. I'm into it. I'm into the idea of like a really fleshed out, you know, turtles adventure, big game. Um, I, yeah, I think like you could do something a little gritty too. Um, you could maybe harken back to the comics a little bit, harken back to the nineties movies where things were, uh, too real. You know, turtles got into hey, real shit. They had the, real problems. The last you know? Ronin, uh, it was a is a gritty take on where the turtles could wind up being. So they could do oh, that. Yeah. I just think it's. I think it's a, a a very flexible IP, a very flexible franchise. You could go in any direction. With they should that make stuff. just a Grand Theft Auto with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle characters. Oh, I mean, those are your words, not City. mine. But I would also plus they. They ain't getting in and out of cars so easily. I don't know if you see their backs, but it ain't exactly. Like, I mean, that's every... why they have the bus. Yeah, they have the bus. Yeah, exactly. Like, the bus is just on every corner. Everyone drives a bus. And see, so when you hijack someone, you just take the bus. Give me, uh, have Tango Gameworks, right? That's the name of the studio that did Hi Fi yep. Rush. Yes. Ooh. Give them TMNT. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, that'd be sick. I, 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 there was another franchise I just said this with, I think on the, 
GMM yesterday, like give this the Tango Game Works. But I mean, maybe we should just get them all to that studio if they're all going to look as good as Hi-Fi Rush. I'm I'm very down with that. Yeah. Uh, all, anyone have uh, thoughts and feelings on uh, their favorite turtle? Uh, Michelangelo was always my favorite. I'm a party boy, and so is Michelangelo. Yeah. And the bow stick guy. I think that's Leonardo. Donatello. Okay, I'm right. Dr. Bowstick. Oh, oh, nice. Uh, I kind of like them all. Um, I guess people don't usually say Raphael, but I, I, I kind of dug him more. I guess I, my memory of him is like more from the movies, not because I admire him, but just because he's like, he's so, he, it's, he's just he's like so the moody. funniest. He's like so whiny and moody and he just like leaves. He's he the like, most like a teenager for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's so funny. Uh, and I always enjoyed that. Plus I think is he's got the coolest weapons. The size. size. I just like those things, man. They're cool as hell. Nunchucks are cool size. too, but like, yeah. Uh, surprise. Su why? Surprise, surprise. My favorite was Leonardo. Folks have already said it. He's basically the Captain the America and the Cyclops. The Cyclops he yep. is the Captain America. Oh my God. That's <laughs> my little brother. Loved Leonardo, loved Cyclops. Those are all his favorite characters. We should get you two guys together. That'd be fun. Surprising absolutely no one. The Boy Scout character I'm a fan of. Uh, all right. Next email. Don't you think he's a little bit of like a teacher's pet with Splinter, though, in a way that you're sort of That's like, his dad. hey, Leo, maybe shut the fuck up. That's his dad. What's wrong with <laughs> him trying to build your dad? Yeah. Not his, he's not their dad. Oh, I think figure. Splinter would beg to differ. Be your father figure. Father figure's fine. Dad adjacent, fine. Um, yeah. Would you guys? You, what do you guys think of that new trailer? For oh, new... I'm down. I'm so down. I think it, it looks, looks incredible. Sick. It looks so good. I'm I'm setting my expectations so high for it, which I don't know if it was that's a good idea, but it looks so good. I'm very excited for it. I think there's a certain thing that they are capturing there that's really special and unique. I like that they're actual teens too. Yeah. yeah. Very young teens, like what? Like they look like they're thirteen. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, voice cast is relatively young. Definitely room for them to like grow the if this franchise, you know. Uh, it's it looks sick. Yeah, I think the one thing I'm scared of is that they're uh, loading it up too heavy at the top with like they have an obscene amount of people in this movie. That where do you go from here afterwards? You mean actors? Yeah, they have so many people in this movie. Like Post yeah. Malone. Is a mutant. Huh. He's one of the turtles. He's, he's one of no. He's he's uh he's one of the the baddies. And he, he was like Bop the unofficial star of Into the Spider Verse with that song that was in all the trailers and stuff. Yeah. So they're trying to make that connection there. Um, star I of the last V three. I mean, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I I don't know. I think they they just uh make the next movie even bigger, and they'll bring in more stuff. They'll just keep going. They'll make it bigger and bigger, and so until it's cumbersome. I like Daddy I Splinter's looking real cool too. He's got like a cool haircut. Oh, so now he's Daddy. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, awesome. there was a lot, it was just very funny. There was a lot of people in chat very upset with that with you that you would not give it that uh, that Splinter's their dad. I'm just like, this isn't worth it. This is oh fine, yeah, guys. get some real problems, you weirdos. <laughs> the other thing I need is I need them to finally just reintroduce and make Kino official. Damn it. Hell yeah! I support the shit out of that initiative. God, I don't. Do I don't? Do I know Kino? Secret of the Ooze, Ernie Reyes Jr. He's the pizza delivery boy that befriends them. Oh, okay, yes. right. Yes, I. Oh yeah, man. I haven't watched Secret of the Ooze in a very long time. Mike Minotti says that's the that's the best one. I, don't know I, I agree. Uh, I 
I okay. okay, so it's it's more fun. It's more fun. It's definitely more fun. It's definitely like they 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 were able to hire like a gaffer for <laughs> that uh movie because it's not completely pitch black. Um it's yeah, I think like um I think pound for pound it's probably the better film, yes. I think uh, there's something special about how like fucked up New York is in the first one. Like it is the grimiest New York since like the seventies. Oh right, yeah. In that in that movie. Uh but yeah. Uh Raph is the main character of that movie. No one can tell me otherwise. Oh, you're yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. All right. Next email is about mini maps. Uh, this comes from oh, I forgot. I I think uh, the 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 emailer's name was Chris. What's the deal with Japanese developed games having fixed mini maps? My brain cannot comprehend this default setting, and I always have to change that setting. Is it a cultural thing? Has it always been the case? Cheers. Also from rat uh, a rat loving Bruins fan. How disgusting. Oh my God, Jen. I never noticed um, mini maps being fixed or or positional. The one I've I, I noticed really really bad ones like um, Returnal has one where you can something can be really far away because it's like three D angled down where you'll just see it and think it's right in front of you, but actually way far away. That's uh, unnoticeable. But in terms of rotating versus fix, I, I never really have too many problems. Yeah, with and I'll say I I haven't noticed that one way or another one way or another like from certain games from certain regions. I will say that this whole concept of like spatiality is definitely cultural. Uh, there are cultures in in the world that don't have words for left or right, and everything they do is based on a cardinal direction. So if there is like a bug on the floor, and they're like, "Hey, there's a spider northwest of your foot," no matter oh what, like, if they're inside or out, they they think completely in those terms. They don't even understand left, right, up, like even back, forward, forward. That's not how they think. And it's like wow. so. Um, there are some some cultures that are just locked into thinking northwest south and you know and east and so i think that there probably is some cultural stuff going in in there somewhere but i haven't noticed this too much so i don't know I, I mean, I, it, i'm it, team it, fixed yeah fi i mean it makes For more sense map, i think i'm team those... fixed as well yeah yeah too. are you talking about in life or in games because <laughs> i well I feel on my like... phone i want it to be positional i want it to be relative yeah, but, oh, you do that uh, on your phone? I know. I, I'm fixed on my phone. I don't let really? my shit rotate at all. No, I can't. Oh, wow, that's that's uh, wild. But I mean, but are you? Uh, you're not driving usually when you're using GPS, right? You know, but I'm pretty good at driving. So, I don't well, we know, know. you're no. the best driver. That goes without saying. I don't drive yeah. super super far. It's usually just highway stuff. If I'm if I'm getting in there, so yeah. um, I'm a weirdo. I don't know. It is a fascinating concept to like have the cardinal directions permanently fixed because those are always going to be right. You know, I think that's kind of fascinating. Right yeah, until mm. the magnetic poles change. That yeah, yeah that's there's always so. that. I know. I guess it's not gonna be that one guy. Well, until this one thing happens in a million years, how about that, buddy? <laughs> that's why <laughs> we still ain't gonna work then. <laughs> we contrarian for no reason at all. That's why we still have daylight savings time. Uh, all right, next email it, uh, comes from Pete in Iowa. Hello, fellow dirty gamers. I was recently playing. Oh, I'll read it like that. I was recently yeah, playing dirty gamers. Yakuza like a dragon on my day off. While my wife was w working from home, she was she walked in on me playing during a scene where the main character interrupts gang members doing some fetish activity where the grown men were in diapers and a young woman was feeding them with bottles and such. My wife had a serious double take and I had to laughably explain myself. What is your embarrassing gamer moment? Moment, Pete from Iowa. Um, I have one from today. Let's hear it. I, 
I was getting ready for the show and my wife was going to go pick up my um one uh, of my daughter and she was asking help for something she had she does these deals she's like can you help just click this button right at the top of the hour and we both looked up at my computer and my discord was opening and i got a message from somebody that was of the very 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 buxom bunny girl from um xeno xenoblade chronicles 2 or whatever it is don't act and, like you don't know <laughs> and and she's and basically in her hips are like perfectly like they just go down in an l shape so her butt sticks perfectly out so she's just constantly Holy presenting shit, dude what the yeah. fuck yeah oh my God. And, and so it, and it's just like up on my computer the entire time and we both look up and i'm just like and i do it like quickly explain like where, where that was from and that was uh i don't know if she believed me but yeah, that was not great. Um, I'll put I'll put it in the doc, everybody. Don't worry. Oh, thank nice. you, thank you. Oh yeah. man, that's that's what? a safe place. Belong. Yeah, <laughs> it's a safe place. Yeah, don't put it in the company Slack or anything. Um, just just put it in the doc. The doc is safe until I lock it. Even then, that's when it's especially safe. That's the most safe. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley is probably the most recent um instance where I had to uh, kind of explain um myself. Oh wow. Okay. All yeah, right. Someone else posted it. I bet I know who it was. <laughs> uh, there's that. Um, yeah, I was playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, and my uh, partner had to ask, "Does every character look like that?" And uh, I told her no. That I I, I made her like that. <laughs> uh, um, take an ownership for for your sins. That's all. That's the first step, Jan. Definitely. There we go. There we go. So now that these aren't all game like video game moments, I guess I did have a moment the other day preparing for a recording of Jeff Jeff's Bizarre Adventure. Um, we're pretty deep into Stardust Crusaders, and there's a Stan user named Alessi. Yeah, this who, all makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah, who uh, has a run-in with a child, uh, Paul Nareff. And it is the most fucking shocking and strange and bizarre thing I've ever seen in, in a cartoon. And Stacy caught me watching a very... I'm not even going to get into the details of it because it's just about like... Just the wor just a lot of very disturbing and upsetting things. And anyway, uh, I just sort of had to explain all that. And that wasn't fun either. Um... So that was real bad. Uh, I'm not really allowed to watch that anymore, but somehow... <laughs> well, the podcast will out. continue. <laughs> yeah, somehow that podcast will move on. Backlar no, just yeah, in uh, his driveway watching anime on his phone. Yeah. Hell, <laughs> just yeah, in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything specifically to games. Um, I'm trying to think of... One time my dad got mad at me for playing D&D. Like, I think he thought it was amoral, was his word, and I was like, it's not... Not they're my parents are pretty Catholic, so they didn't particularly care for it. But um, it was I don't know if you looked at some of the covers of some old you know D and D stuff, you'd see the the Franzettis and such, uh, which maybe wasn't always the most appropriate <sighs> thing to have, um, or the oh. uh, the filfolio. But um, yeah, no. Apart from that, my parents mostly let me do what I wanted to with video games, and I, you know most of the stuff I was growing up with were not super terrible. That reminds me, uh, I had a video game magazine subscription when I was a kid, and I forget which magazine it was, actually. Um, but they had an issue where they had an artist come in and made basically a Sports Illustrated-esque swimsuit uh, issue where there were very buxom versions yeah. of, uh, 
video game characters in in swimsuits and that showed up on the door and then immediately <laughs> went into the recycling bin because yep. uh i was too young at the time to see yep. the human body like that i asked for the playboy where uh laura croft was naked and I, they gave me that so it's good i, I don't do that. uh, that's not true uh, Shiamiro she is saying, I remember your Shadow Heart story. I don't even remember my Shadow Heart story anymore. Uh, all right, final email of the show comes from Mike from Boston. They write in and ask, What's a t shirt that you own but will never give away? My main one is a tie dye shirt with a patch that says Stressin' and Flexin' by a local rapper named Billy Dean Thomas. Sincerely, Mike from Boston. I have one, and I think I've actually worn it on a stream before. But um, there was a there's a thrift store nearby that that had these weed shirts up, and one of them was like Chubanga with <laughs> Chew, Chewba Chewbacca smoking it, and the other ones are all very bad Star Wars puns. And I bought it; it's a very uncomfortable shirt, so I can't really wear it. But I also really like it. I have a million um, band shirts from my concert going career, and I, I most of them are threadbare and falling apart. But um, I was I we not recycled but goodwilled a bunch of I'll go through my shirts every few years and, and get rid of a lot of, but a lot of them are sentimental value to me from like twenty years ago so I have a whole trash bag full of um, t-shirts that are probably getting chewed up by rats in our closet but uh, hey if they do then that'll make it easier to throw them away but uh, <laughs> that's my that's my solution I'm really offensive uh, like I don't you know uh, I don't really do the crazy weird you remember high school when everybody had those like big johnson t-shirts and everything like that most of my stuff is pretty appropriate except for like some of the um i don't know if i wouldn't wear my my satanic uh giant bomb shirt to church or anything like that um it's a old dan Ooh. hour i'm glad he's just he's moving on to bigger things but yeah well hopefully get this back on the store at some point too yeah i um i have a hoodie that says basically i'm paraphrasing basically says I am a gamer's girl, and like gamers, <laughs> like like uh, like possessive, and I am his highest score. And then it has all the different fonts and all the different things on there. And I wore it once for a, a picture as a gag, uh, but it's in my closet, and I will never get rid of it. Uh, That's amazing. Oh, yeah, you know, who, yeah, maybe I can make that like a a thing where I'll wear it for a special occasion or something. Yeah, we can make Dan Riker wear it. There we go. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's make each other wear fun shirts to church, uh, especially <laughs> if it's a church we do not. Uh, uh, are actively practicing in. I like uh, this. That's a, that's a good bit. All right, everybody. That about does it for emails. Once again, you can send your emails to bombcast at giantbomb.com. We could read them on the show. Uh, we, I appreciate all of your emails. And gentlemen, I know, uh, I know it was gone last week, but... And I know I didn't clear this with anyone, but I'm adding a fourth segment to the Giant Bombcast right now. Let's go! That segment is called... Shoutouts, uh, where oh, you know cool. it's it's like, hey, we, we got a we got a Slack channel that says kudos. I want to give shoutouts to people, or uh, hey, if you want to write in an email and ask for a specific shoutout for a friend, uh, you can get that going because that's what happened this week. Uh, because uh, shouts out to Spencer. Uh, happy birthday, Spencer! Your friend Brittany wrote in and asked for a shout out. So shouts out to you, dog. Shouts out to Trent as well. I don't know who Trent is. Uh, shouts Trent out to Trent you. Trent Dilfer is a quarterback, uh, and and he was turned fifty one yesterday. Shout out to you, Trent Dilfer. Nice. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Bacalar, Grub, Rory, got any other shouts? Shout outs? Nothing for me right now, except for all the community people that uh, hopefully are. I, I was not been in chat today, so I appreciate all the the support and hopefully love. I don't know, but we'll, we'll find out more later. Um, be missing you all next week when I'm uh, on my downtime, but I'll be uh, around in the community for sure. 
And that's oh, uh, yeah. that's where the biggest shout out goes to is to Matthew Rory. There we go. Thank you, Matt. Love you, Matt. I'm gonna take yeah, my shirt off and you, celebrate. Matt. Read some E.E. Right. E. Cummings poems in the rain. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, just watch watch back at a uh, what what's that what's that word, uh, Rory? Are you on the Bombcast document right now? I am. How do you pronounce this uh, at the very, very oh, bottom? Oh, you dick. Yeah, I know. That's I can't actually say it in chat. We banned that word in chat. So. No, I think we unbanned uh, it, actually. Yeah, and you should say it right now. Oh, Ahagal? Yeah, sure. Sorry, <laughs> but urgent right. text from somebody. There we go. That's right, everybody. Yeah, there, we go. there it is. Uh, it's, I don't think this is the year where we vote, at least here in the U.S. That's next year, but make sure in 2024 to Ahegao to the polls and Ahegao say thanks to you, Matthew Rory. We love you. We're going to miss you. Mom's you dead. Parkour. I'll be back on UPF and we'll, we'll probably do some other stuff this week as well. So we'll figure it all out. Hit in the music. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.